Hello, I'm Jordan B. White. I've seen a million horror movies. And I'm Stefan Lawrence, and I've seen some. Together, we're going to watch some of the most iconic horror movies of all time. And I'll be watching them from between my fingers. Horror fanatic meets scaredy cat for the ultimate binge watch. This is Nature Trail the Hell. Hello, everyone. My name is Jordan D. White. I'm a comic book editor in New York. And I'm Stefan Lawrence. I'm a theme park designer in sunny Los Angeles, California. <laughs> sunny, sunny, sunny. And welcome back to Nature Trail to Hell. We're so excited to be back with uh, what we can say is basically season two, right? Right. Let, let, let's say so. We're going to just roll right into season two. Uh, and we're going to evolve the podcast just a little bit. We're going to leave Jason behind and move Bye. on to... Bye, Jason. Hope you're okay with all your family issues. Hope you get it sorted out. <laughs> I hope you're okay. I'll miss um, him. And, and and we're going to move on to some really well-adjusted serial killer families. With, uh, <laughs> with You wouldn't um, know. You haven't seen it. I look, I, I understand that there's a family maybe is is maybe what I've been given to understand. Well, well, well that's well, what we're going to we'll, talk about. We'll, right? we'll, we'll get into this, but we're going to visit Mr. Leatherface and family. Uh, with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre series, uh, yes, yeah, which which, which I am uh, not excited about. I mean, I'm excited. I'll <laughs> gladly will watch all these. I'm excited, uh, but You're I am. Scared. I am. I, I'm this. It, not that I'm explicitly afraid of chainsaws, but getting chainsawed to death sounds bad to me. Of and course, I don't want it to happen. However. Wait, really, like, but you're good with machetes. Like you'll be macheted to death. I no feel problem. like I understand what it would be like <laughs> to die by machete more than I understand what it's like to die by chainsaw. Do you think it would feel less terrible? Because I don't. It, no, I feel like it would feel more terrible to die by chainsaw than to die by machete. No, I meant I meant the other way. You I, meant the I, other you, way. Yes. No, I don't agree. I think it would be just as unpleasant. Okay, so I, I I think about this sometimes when I go get a shot, like okay. I get a, like a vaccine or whatever it is, and I get a shot, and I remember how horrible I thought shots were back in the day, mm -hmm. and how now when I get a shot, it doesn't feel like anything. Yeah, it's so right? fast. It, so it, easy, it, yeah. it goes just so fast. And I also think about how almost everything that I dread is not as bad as I think it's going to be. So being killed with a chainsaw is I'm probably thinking, okay. <laughs> I'm thinking it's probably fine. Like, I'll probably be more scared of getting chainsawed sure. to death. And then when it actually happens, like in the moment, I'll be like, oh, what was I so afraid of? Yeah, you're probably right. Because like the motor, the, 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 the motor is frightening. The sound right. is frightening. That's why you get like those like uh like Halloween haunts and you get people running around with chainsaws right. and they go and they vroom them in your face and that's terrifying just on its own. Machete, don't make no noise. And, except for like when it thunks into something, which which is the, the theoretically. Scary part. Well, that's the sound effect of it, right? I, I'm chainsaw. No, I mean if someone has a, a a real machete and they go like thunk into like a tree trunk or something, that right. would we'll make, make that a, sound. We'll it would make be scary. a thunk, but the thunk noise is not a scary noise. It, like, no, a chainsaw. No, not in not scary in a menacing not way. Not on its own. It has right. to okay. actually you hit you yeah. for it to be scary. Chainsaws are like uh, wild animals who are sort Ch of running around and growling at you. 
and the, well, the thing is that like it does seem okay. What would be scary about it too is that it it suggests a ripping. Like obviously it's a cutting, but it's a like a cutting it's a through ripping. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. That said, it's going so fast that I feel like the speed at which it happens would probably get it over with. Like you know what I mean? Like it's not going to. That depends on the user. Oh no, right? you're right. The if they just the sink it into you gently and slowly, right? Oh. There are all sorts of parts of you that are uh, that are not vital. You could right. be chainsawed in lots of different pieces at different speeds, right? Yeah. This if, is... if they swing the chainsaw fast, whereas see now that's a big difference because if you swing a chainsaw fast, it cuts through something. If you go slow, it'll still cut through it just very slowly. Whereas a machete, you swing it fast to cut through it. If you just take a machete and slowly push it into someone, yeah, if it's sharp enough, it'll cut them, but it's not going to go through them. Right. The right? velocity is what gives the machete its power. Right. And the, the chainsaw will hurt you no matter what. Right. Right. So there, there is a potential for a much worse time with a However, chainsaw. However, a chainsaw can run out of gas. Right. Well, that's true. You could actually like just and then you just have a big blunt instrument that could probably hurt you anyway. But there is something at least comforting about if you keep running for long enough and they keep chainsawing for long enough, they will run out of gas and eventually not have a very effective weapon. I think what you do is if you're like tied up and somebody's got a chainsaw and they're coming for you, you got to say like, I, but I bet you can't juggle with that. And oh, they'll be like, like a, appeal to their sense of ego. Right. And then they'll be like, I'm, I'm sure I can. And then they'll do it and they'll be harder than they expect. And then they'll, they'll cut themselves. But do, will they choose to juggle it turned on or not? Right. That's the question. No, you, you gotta just, juggle it. Turn on. It it changes the, like the 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 motion of it changes the way it 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 throws and comes down. Like you, it's it's the fact that it's running that makes it hard. I am really excited to see if there is any chainsaw juggling in any of these movies. <laughs> if at some point that figures into it, and somebody, maybe that's the uh, recurring. I am your mother, Jason, gag in all these movies where somebody will be like, I'm, I'm going to trick you by t- by tricking you into, into juggling. Well, I'll tell you, at least one of them was in 3D at one point. So <laughs> that seems like was the it, natural was it, place. Was it, was it number three? No, no. No, it it's was, one of uh, the new ones. It's one of the newer ones. Yeah, yeah. I think it was the one, two, three, four – Five, six, se- seventh one. It well, it, well, that's it. Also depends how you count it. So I think it was the seventh film, meaning it was after the remake and after the prequel to the remake. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope there is yo-yoing in that movie too. I feel like <laughs> most three D movies should have yo-yoing well, in them. We didn't talk about it a ton. I think maybe I mentioned. I, uh, but I, I do want to just state for the record because I know I've told you this off mic, but I want to state for the record. Let's just make sure the people know. Yes, it's important. This is this is the podcast of record for horror films. No, I'm obviously lying. Um, but uh, Friday the 13th Part 3, having seen it in 3D, in case I haven't said this, made it, did make it better. It literally did. And the reason it made it better is because when you watch it in 2D, it's it's ridiculous to say that's not how it was intended to be seen, but that's not how it was intended to be seen. You watch it in 2D and you're going, all the things we said about it, that the actors were like, all that mattered to them was that the 3D was happening. Right, right? So when you watch it in 2D, all you're seeing is the things that they sacrificed to get the 3D without appreciating the thing that they did it for. You're not seeing the, the the quality they achieved. Seeing it in 3D, I was I was impressed going, "Oh, this is really cool." And yes, 
it doesn't take away from the fact that some of the acting's not the best and some of the plot's not the best. But at least you see, oh, like the thing they, they paid attention to made a difference in the quality of the yes, film. They and achieved not like, the we 3D. sacrificed everything for this thing I cannot see. Right, right, right. Which right. is what happens normally when you see it. And again, I don't hate that movie anyway. Like, it's not the best, but I don't hate it. I enjoy watching it. Watching it in 3D was better. My wife, who also hated it, thought it was like terrible, uh, enjoyed watching it in 3D. She still doesn't think it's a great movie, but she enjoyed She was really happy she went and saw it. So anyway, side note. Now let's talk about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So Let's absolutely do it. So uh, first thing oh is, what do you know? What okay, do you know the- about it? The okay. Here are the things that I know. I know that in there, uh, there's Leatherface, who is terrifying. That is a. What, what do you know about Leatherface? Uh, Leatherface feels like maybe he's a paternal figure for this clan of uh, murder cannibals in Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, wears a human skin for a face, right mm-hmm. o- over over his face. Loosely inspired by Ed Gein, though mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there was, you know, I think there's all this based on a true story, but there's not really a true story behind the Texas Chainsaw Massacre in particular. It's a lot of made up and they sort of uh, made up the true story bit to give it a sort of a verite kind of feel. Uh, I know it was shot on 16 millimeter and was kind of this super low budget thing, which... Uh, Gives it a more kind of like real tactile feeling. I, some of this is secondhand from my wife, and we'll talk about this, uh, that my wife famously uh, in our house will not watch it again. Thought it was wow. too horrifying and terrible and felt too real now, wait, when you uh, say to terrible, be enjoyably scary. I mean, terrible, hmm? terrible no, meaning like a good, or terrible, awful. Yeah, good Horrifying. Good horrifying, but too yeah. horrifying. Too gotcha. good at being horrifying is her mm-hmm, opinion. Mm-hmm. And that she watched it and was like, I never need to see that again. <laughs> I have not seen that. Yep. Got it. I mean, again, I, that's how I feel about the remake of Halloween. Um, although I don't accept that I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's because it was so good either. Like, I also don't think it's that good, but I but I also think Which it's Which remake of Halloween? Rob Zombies. Rob Zombies. There's only one remake. The other one has the same oh, name, guess, but it's right, not a remake. Yes, um, but it's essentially just a sequel. Yes. Right, right. Um, that may be what I know. I, I mean, I know that just as the basis, but then I know basically nothing about any of the others except that Dennis Hopper is in number two. Do you know anything more about the plot of one? What happens uh, in one? Let's see. What do I know? I know that group of teenagers stranded in Texas and seek shelter in this house, and the house is home to a bunch of horrible cannibals. Okay. Okay. That's about that's about all I got. Anything about how it ends? No, I know nothing about how it ends. Interesting. I don't know okay. anything about how it ends. Um, you, you mentioned it's low budget. Yeah, that's true. It was made uh, for pretty cheaply, and it was super successful. Obviously, it's uh, when it came out. Right? Uh, it, it was shot in seventy two, I think, and it came out in seventy four. Uh, that sounds right, or somewhere around there. Um, seventy four is definitely when it came out, but I meant whether or not it was shot in seventy two. I think that's right. Um, it took a long time to shoot. It went went way over budget, but but over budget for this was much lower than your typical movie nowadays. It's not a James Cameron film. Yeah, it was it was incredibly successful. When it came out, it was the most successful independent film of all time. It was surpassed uh, a few years later when Halloween uh did 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 more sales in in theaters. But um 
uh, yeah, it's a, uh, it's a big, it's a big deal. So I don't want to say too much about it. I, should we jump straight to the trailer? I guess I'm, I'm, I'm less than enthusiastic about it, but I will hundred percent watch the trailer and let's, let's, let's see what happens. Let's see if I watch right, the well, movie. Wait, wait, no, okay. So what trailer. are you afraid of? Okay. So, so you, so because your wife had such a visceral reaction to it, you're just afraid you're going to have. I'm really afraid negative... I'm not going to. Okay. It's, it's almost more that I'm afraid I'm not going to have any fun. <laughs> Okay. Okay. That's fair. I I think I was with the Friday the Thirteenth movies. uh, I was trepidatious, but looking forward to the pop culture aspect of it Mm. and the sort of the uh, iconic nature of Jason. Uh, This feels like the grimy, dirty, like little brother of the Friday the Thirteenth movies, in that there are a bunch of them. And it seems a lot more grimdark to me. Well, now that's an interesting thing to say, because obviously, first of all, it's the older brother at best. Right. Right. I mean. But but I I mean, in terms of like relative pop culture uh, shadow. Sure. Well, that's now that's another really interesting question, though. Which of the two had a bigger impact on the culture? And I I don't know the answer because, again, this movie was significantly earlier. I think it's pretty fair to say there would be no Friday the 13th without this. I think I mean, you'll be able to judge a little bit more for yourself once you see it. But I. I I think that's true. I know uh, who else who else cited it as an influence? Um. I'm sure uh, Rob uh, Zombie Ridley loves Scott. this movie. Well, no, of course. I'm talking about in big important things, not Rob Zombie. <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite director, Rob Zombie. No. Uh, but but honestly, again, he uh, – I, I think one of the films we probably will watch after this would be a House of a Thousand Corpses because it's very much influenced by this film. Yeah. Um, maybe not. We'll find out. You'll find out in, in, in a couple months, everybody. But uh, I was going to say uh, Ridley Scott cites it as an inspiration really? for Alien. Which okay, I do kind of understand that. I read the uh, Alien behind the scenes book, the uh, the big sort of book that, mm, that mm-hmm. uh, J. W. Rinsler put out. I love his Star Wars books. Oh man, uh, rest in peace, Mister Rinsler. Yeah, absolutely, I'm, I'm, I got to meet him one time. He was a very uh, he, nice. I guy. mean, his behind the scenes books are absolutely my favorite. He did such an amazing job. Um, but in that, in the Alien behind the scenes book, there's a lot of talk, and I didn't quite realize it. I mean, I grew up loving Alien, but I didn't realize how much Ridley was like, no, we are going for it, and we're going to make this like a boundary breaking, gross, like no holds barred horror film. Yeah. Uh, in a way that, like, the people on set were not ready for, the studio was not ready for. Uh, not putting quotes around the horror, right? There's no real, like, Alien doesn't release you from its horror with humor. No. It's not a funny, it's not a goof in any way. It is a straight-faced, we're going to lock you in this ship, and it's going to be terrible. Yep. And that's, well, okay. Interesting that Ridley was influenced by Texas, because that's, that would that would that would track with my uh, my my fears about this movie. <laughs> but 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 hold on. But but Alien is a movie that you like, and I think while it is, you wouldn't describe Alien as fun. You have fun watching it, right? I, I do really enjoy it, but it also takes place in space, <laughs> as opposed to <laughs> as opposed is... to a house. 
I could go into a house. <laughs> yeah, but you don't I have to go not... to Texas. <laughs> I mean, I there's no reason for me not to go to Texas. Like, like if you're I could, scared I, of the movie, you I, don't I, have to. Right, and then I could just avoid Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I could, I could, I could end up at some point in a house. Sure, right? Yeah. Serial killers are real things. Sure. Right, these are realistic things that could possibly happen. It's based upon a true story, Jordan. But, 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 well, okay, but. I mean, well, okay. I was going to say, I mean, Halloween is not a, a joking movie. Like there are moments of teenagers enjoying themselves there. Are, but if there are teenagers in this movie, there might have that in here as well. You're um, right. You're right. No, 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 no. I, I have survived other movies that are, oh, that are relentlessly dark and not fun. <laughs> I don't know why. I think something about the early seventies also like early to mid seventies is a boundary pushing time mm, in, true. in, in in culture, right? I think we're coming coming out of the '60s. Cultural norms are being like uh, being broken. It's uh, a it's a time for really filthy, disgusting like genre movies that are an exploitation films. Yeah, of which this seems fair. a piece that can, I think some of those movies are genuinely unsettling to watch, and I am worried about a genuinely unsettling experience. Well, here's a. Here's, I'll, I'll give you one more fact before we watch the trailer and Ooh, okay. see if this fact uh, changes your opinion. It's, it's not a fact about it, – it doesn't affect the plot of the movie. It's not a spoiler in any capacity. It's about the some of the reaction to the movie. Does it change your thoughts on the movie at all to learn that it a print of it was put into the permanent collection of the Museum of Modern Art? That makes sense to me. Um, I mean, clearly I need to see it, right? I think part, like, <laughs> sure, yeah, of course. part, part of my <laughs> ongoing film education means that I need to see this particular film. I understand that. And I'm going to do it. I'm not going to back out now. I'm clearly not going to back out. I mean, you, uh, you're not going to th- change in, in two seconds. Go, wait, wait, wait. Here's another related to Friday the 13th movie we have to watch. <laughs> yeah, never mind. We're going to watch Freaky Friday because it's... <laughs> Well, we didn't watch we didn't watch the Friday series, the 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 film series Friday and the next Friday and <laughs> You're right. We have not. <laughs> we we should probably do that first. We should watch it next Friday. <laughs> uh, okay, fine. Look, Jordan, just give me the trailer. Here's the trailer. Just, just give me it. the trailer. All Let's right, do it. Thank you. Thank you. This is the movie that Rex Reed called the most horrifying motion picture I have ever seen. This film is positively ruthless in its attempt to drive you right out of your mind. It accomplishes everything it sets out to do with brilliance and unparalleled terror. This is the horror movie to end them all.
Sally, I hear something. Stop. Stop. This is the movie Rex Reed called the most horrifying motion picture I have ever seen. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre from New Line Cinema. <laughs> this is exactly the movie I thought I was going to watch. <laughs> I didn't I, say you wasn't. <laughs> what is all this trying to dissuade me from feeling like this is the movie I'm going to watch? I, this I, is I wasn't the movie to I'm going to watch. I wasn't trying to dissuade you from that. Mm-hmm. I was trying to dig into what it is that you're thinking. And it turns out, listen, I'm not saying you're right. It could be that you're still wrong about it. I have a new prediction, by the way. Okay, let's hear your new prediction. Which is that everybody dies. I don't think there's a final girl. I think every single person in this movie dies. <laughs> Including Leatherface. Every, he, every single person. No, no. I think I th- think murder wins in this film. I think th- well, there is there at least is a semi-hopeful nature to Friday the 13th in that, that they temporarily put Jason under a lake or something for a while. And people get a reprieve from the murder. But I think I think every single person in this film in this film will die. You think every single person in this film will die? Okay, think, that's a, that's I a think, prediction. I think so. Any um, other predictions? Yeah. What else you got? What else did you learn from that? What, what 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 did anything change in your opinion at all? It is okay. I understand a little bit about what my uh, I think my wife at some point had made a comment being like they don't light it or film it like a movie. They film it like a documentary, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that. It doesn't put quotes around it. This just feels like uh, like all those images of hands and bones and insects and rot. It feels like that's going to be the pervasive feeling I'm going to have is just of like this rotting horror <laughs> in the middle of a field, in the middle of nowhere. Oh, my gosh. It sounds okay. horrifying to me. Uh I mean, occasionally, I, look, I, look, look, I, this is this is stuff that I will occasionally go down Wikipedia rabbit holes and be like, I need to find out how all of John Wayne Gacy's uh, victims died. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and and, that, and that'll happen. And I'll just sort of read through it. And sometimes that's a late at night thing. I'm like, why am I doing this right before I go to bed? But there is a remove that takes place when you read about it versus seeing it. And this feels like just. Because Jason is not a real silly serial killer, right? None of these people are real silly serial killers. This it doesn't, movie, again, it doesn't matter. You, like no, you said, set, this isn't set real. aside that this is fiction. Okay. But this bears hallmarks of, of sure. like horror houses where, where they will go in and be like, oh, we found 30 people buried in the floorboards. <laughs> yeah, but – well, they all – I mean, okay – Jason is Jason's films are absurd. They're, they're, they're monster they're, movies. They're monster movies. Yes, they're 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 taken to like even even as far as slasher movies go, they're not super realistic. Like you said, he become even when before he becomes a a, a lich or whatever we said he becomes uh, a revenant. Yeah, yeah. Even before that, he he's he's inhumanly everything he he can get places that he shouldn't be able to get he can he can overpower everyone i mean and same with um and live forever his mom can do things that a woman her age and size wouldn't be able to do but because it's the movie like when we don't know it's her yet she can 
throw people 50 yards or whatever she does. She doesn't do that literally, but you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But like, I don't know, lots of horror movies, lots of movies about killers, about serial killers. Like they, they get closer. Did you watch Hannibal, the mo- the TV show? No, I did not. I mean, I don't think anything about that show would claim to be particularly realistic. It's, it's, it's a really super artsy show. Like, so it has a very artsily, um, heightened reality but that said it like tries to like get close to certain serial killer things and like it, it, it it's super nasty i don't know I, I i look for i can't i honestly can't wait to find out if you're gonna like this movie or not i can't remind, wait okay this trailer reminds me of the summer i decided to read american psycho the book oh, i love that book yeah yeah uh and the overwhelming feeling i had like i i enjoyed it i i was engrossed by it and then at some point when we got to the uh rat and the habit trail and baking genitals in the oven part sure uh i had to put it down and check to see if i was human (laughs) (laughs) because i was i was reading this at my grandparents place which was in like bucolic summer scene and if i looked out the window it was beautiful and sun sunlit and beautiful green trees outside and i was in here reading about a serial killer who was uh you know extracting genitals from women and then baking them in the in the oven for some reason and i felt like what am i even doing consuming this as a piece of fiction but did you like it i in the end i did enjoy it and i I went and saw the film and i participated in the alternate reality game that that taken did you did you know about this where you could sign up to get emails from patrick bateman no that sounds frightening he would regularly email you over the course of like two years new messages where he's like just telling you things just and, telling you about like new music that he likes in the eighties or what? Oh, it was all sorts of things. It was, and then occasionally it would be about like psycho things, but mostly just about like Patrick Bateman just emailing hey, you. He's a fan of this movie. <sighs> he's watching it. He's watching it in the movie, if I remember that, correctly. Okay, I do not recall that, but that's I'm pretty sure, sure. This this seems like it tracks. <laughs> so that'll make you like it, right? Yeah, I don't know. All right. <laughs> I'm also unsure as to what what time of day I'm supposed to watch this and feel all right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, we so mentioned you're going to have to watch it alone, obviously, as you said. Yeah, because 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 Biz won't. I mean, th- so we mentioned this briefly in the in one of the previous episodes. Uh, but I've owned this movie for <laughs> I've owned a copy, a Blu-ray copy, since I I went back to Amazon and checked it, 2010. Wow. Uh, it, it is it is sat in my library unwatched. Uh, Why? The, Why did you buy it? Uh, I so this was shortly after my 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 first kid was born, and uh, our upstairs neighbors, uh, we figured out that if we brought the baby monitor upstairs, we could watch horror movies upstairs while the baby slept downstairs. And oh. I was like, "Oh, finally, we can watch movies and not have to worry about the volume. This is great. I'm going to go buy a bunch of Halloween movies, and we're going to do a movie every week, and it's going to be awesome." And so I bought Halloween, and I bought the thing. And I bought Nightmare on Elm Street and I bought uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I was basically like, let's get some biggie classics to watch. And they all come into the house and Biz just goes, nope. Every other one of the, all the other movies, great. 
Love them. We're going to watch those. I will never watch Texas Chainsaw again. So yeah, this and is when you learned no, it. Okay. Like I've had no impetus to sit and watch it on my own. I enjoy watching horror movies with other people. That's a nice thing to do. Watching horror movies by myself, as I found out during this like Friday the 13th thing, I get more uncomfortable. But, really? Yeah. So uh, for me, uh, I... In general, I would prep, rather watch a movie with someone than not. But that said, especially horror movies, I don't mind watching them alone because I'm able to like really get into them. And when I get into a horror movie, I'm not across the board because, for example, I watched 13 Fanboy by myself and it's not like I was super absorbed into it and and, and willing to go along. But That's not I think, your fault. Well, well, no, I know. But what I'm saying is like I, I am more willing to go along with even ones that are not like top of the line. Like I'm right. willing to kind of like just be like, like the Jason movies, for example, right? Like the, the first time I ever watched the bulk of them, I watched them by myself other than my cat. And I don't really count him, even though he has opinions. Um, and so like, I, yeah, I was more willing to go like, Oh, okay. I'm in, I'm in for three. Like, sure. I'm in for, for four. Sure. Let's see what happens. Um, I mean, four turned out to be great, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, I, Again, just recently, I, I went and saw Barbarian all by myself uh, with no, I had no idea even anything about it. I just know it's a horror movie. People like it. I'm going to go right. see it. And I went and I, and it just allows me to just fully go, I'm in this movie now. Even seeing um, a movie like in it. a movie theater on my own is different than just watching it on my own That's in true. my house. Right. I think it's true. It's true. That, that, that I think, I feel like, all right, you're still in people. It, not in people. That's a weird thing to say. I'm in a room with people, <laughs> rather. Uh, and, and the people are there, even if I don't know them, um, my, oh, gar- that's my, funny. my garage See, now that's is funny that that's the way, cause I have the, I have, I don't want to say I have the opposite reaction. I, I probably have, but I look at it completely differently because, um, when I go see a movie in a movie theater with people that I know, we can't really talk. So to me, I'm like, if I go see, if I go see a movie with friends of mine in a movie theater, the reason I like that is not because we're watching it together. I like, in fact, I like it that when we watch it, we are not really able to talk. We're like focused on the movie and going, we're going to get into this movie. But then afterwards we had the same experience. So now we can discuss it. Whereas at home that it's a, honestly, it's a little bit of a risk because like I said, I'm willing to give a not perfect horror movie a little bit more, uh, of a, of the, the, the benefit of the doubt when I'm watching it by myself. But if I watch a, a not as good horror movie, at home with friends, there's a good chance they're going to be like, this is dumb. This sucks. And I'm like, no, now it's, now we can't like, get now, into now it. Now you've ruined it. Right. <laughs> also, you also, also you feel responsible. Right? Yes, you, absolutely. Right. Oh, I'm hosting. I'm responsible for the night's entertainment. Of course. Um, yeah, exactly. And the other thing is that when I watch movies, I watch them in my horrible garage, right. which is built in the 1950s, is full of holes and termites. It has burn marks on the inside of it from where somebody <laughs> set a fire at some point. So it is a horror movie. There are animals that live in that garage and will rustle around and make noise at night oh, while I'm in there watching. that's not tolerable. No, that's not tolerable. I couldn't handle that. Uh, I mean, it's fine. It's probably just, I think it's just a mouse, right? I don't think it's like a possum or a skunk or anything like dangerous necessarily, but there is a lot of random noise in my my, my garage anyway. So is there a go- chainsaw? No, but there is a, uh, there's, there's a series, there's axes, there's okay. pickaxes, there's saws. There's, uh, there are exacto knives. There are box cutters. Now, I, uh, like at first a, I was going to say. There's a jigsaw out there. 
Oh, I was going to say for a second, like, make sure you have like an axe like at hand, but then that I was seems like, dangerous. yeah, exactly. Then I was like, what happens if someone comes in and surprises you and then you just swing an axe first? That'd be terrible. So don't do that. No, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. No. So my garage is inherently, despite the large screen and, and the huge speakers that I've set up there, it is an inherently scary place to watch uh, movies just on its own. And then when I emerge out into the darkness, it is dark when I leave that garage yeah. too. So you're going to um, watch this in the dark at night in your garage? Is that the I plan? I mean, that's probably the best way to do it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I honestly, I can't wait. I can't wait. This is going to be so fun. Let's let's not wait. Wait. Okay. Fine. Fine. We're just going to watch it. I just need to know one thing, which is okay. how long is this movie? Do you oh, great know? Great question. Yeah. 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 Of course I do. <laughs> of course I do. Of course. Of you course do. I know how long <laughs> the Texas three hours chainsaw master. Uh, no, in real life, I'm looking it up. But what I can tell you is that it's not long. Uh, it's it's definitely under an hour and a half. I just don't remember exactly how long. Hour twenty three. Okay, see that that's tolerable. I can do anything for an hour twenty three. I say uh, as 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 if as if that's true. <laughs> uh, have you? Uh, how many of Toby Hooper's movies have you seen? Like you, you just said you saw Poltergeist. I've, um, I've, I've seen and I love Poltergeist. Uh, I have not seen Life Force. I have not seen Fun House. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. Um, either. Invaders from Mars I've seen. And I, I, I really liked that movie when I was young. I haven't seen it in a very long time. No, I, I feel like I've seen precious little of uh, of Toby Hooper's output. Yeah. He didn't I make that think... many movies. He Well, he, no. I definitely saw the movie uh, Toolbox Murders. I don't remember it well other than that I is hated that a, it. Is that a driller killer? Uh, probably. It's 2004. It involved tools yeah using used to kill and i remember really thinking it was bad i also saw at least one if not two of his episodes of the tv show masters of horror um i remember the first one the dance of the dead from the first season and i really again really disliked it did not like it at all um i don't remember seeing the second one the damned thing i probably did because i'm pretty sure i saw all of them but uh i don't remember it so okay all right well you know what i all right Let's do I, it. I really, I have done enough stalling is what I'm yeah. saying. I, I, I'm clearly stalling at this point. So <sighs> without further ado, I will be right back. Holy shit. <laughs> okay. Holy shit. This movie. Uh, uh, it, it is so, okay. I, 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 okay. It is good. It is a good movie. <laughs> okay. oh, it good. is a good That's movie. Good. It is a good movie. That's a load gonna, off. Gonna, just, right. Just, just, it is actually hard to interpret exactly what my, uh, legitimate feelings are about it, but I, I had to force myself to watch it as you know. <laughs> yep. And I was I was going on a trip and I was and this was the last pop. I had to I had to watch it during the day, which is also probably fine because I don't know how I would have done with this in at, at night, though, as we'll, I'm sure we'll discuss the daytime in this movie is not much better than the nighttime in this movie. Oh, yeah. In fact, yeah. I, think well, that I would say, say that the daytime stuff is is 
legitimately much worse and scarier than I think some of the nighttime stuff. That's a tough call. That's a very tough call. But there's a lot of bad stuff that happens in the daytime. Absolutely. Yeah, no, well, like, that's, this is not, that's this is the not thesis a... of the movie is that bad <laughs> stuff happens all the time <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay. All right. It is an atmosphere in this movie of everything is rotting and terrible, right? From the, from the very beginning of this movie. It is like graves are being dug up and the news is full of horrible things that are happening and there's war and there's crime and there's abuse and the buildings are falling down and everybody is crazy and ugly and everything is rotting and gross and if you look too deeply into anything you will find (laughs) death despair abuse (laughs) cruelty and horror Okay, all right. I think that is that's the, the thesis f- of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> there are like four kids in this movie who are basically fine people. That's the point. The basically fine people who didn't do anything to deserve anything <laughs> get carved up and turned into sausage. So, so uh, okay. I'm so glad that I'm so glad that you liked it. Well, wait, would you say you liked it? You said it was a good movie. It is a good movie. I don't know when the next time I'm going to be like, oh, that's what I feel like sitting down to a big lip smacking meal of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, (laughs) It wasn't relaxing at all to watch. It was deeply uncomfortable to watch, especially when I didn't know what was happening. I think maybe if I were to go back and watch it again, I I would be probably more comfortable. But I had no idea watching it how horrible it was going to get. I mean, this movie opens on shots of like rotting corpses posed in a cemetery. Yeah. yeah. And kind of just doesn't get better from there in terms of like, (laughs) I never knew when the other shoe was going to drop. I didn't know anything. And it was so uncomfortable and tense for me. So I wouldn't say I had a pleasant experience watching it, though. It is legit well-directed. It clearly has ideas on its mind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can't say I had a great time, though. Oh. Well, that that's sometimes... It was so visceral and gross in atmosphere. Not in gore, you, no, right? It's, because it's, it's very, not a very gory movie. But that's... Apparently, at one point, he was hoping he could get it to be rated G. Yeah, no. (laughs) Because he was like, there's not a lot of core in it. He was trying. That's not the problem. (laughs) Well, kids, we could either go see The Great Mouse Detective or we can go see The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Well, that's the, I mean, I guess that's the, okay. I mean, side well, note about ratings, you, that's the thing uh, is that what, what is it? Do, I mean, the thing is about ratings is they're, they don't have like a checklist, right? There's not an no, official thing. Every more, once in a while, there's a, oh, there's this rule, but like most of the time it's not a rule. So like you, you can't go, well, we didn't swear. We didn't do this. We didn't have nudity. We didn't have Well, too much I guess you're obligated to give me a G. <laughs> right, right. Uh, it, it, they, they, can, they can just go, no, themes. Just themes. Just, uh, mature yeah, no. themes are. The entire last half hour of the movie is screaming. 
nonstop <laughs> screaming and chainsaw noises. Oh, man. Like standing yeah. outside the theater is rated PG, maybe. <laughs> so, okay. So let me say <clears throat> this movie uh, in my, I, my experience watching it this time was very interesting to me. Um, because we talked, I believe we talked earlier in the episode before we watched the movie about if we, if we talked about this off mic, I'm sorry, I'll kind of semi re-explain re- re- it again about the idea that I watch, I like to watch horror movies by myself sometimes. Right. I, I think we did talk about it on mic because yeah, you were yeah, talking yeah. about whether uh-huh. you're going to watch alone. Yep. Um, and so I like to watch them alone sometimes. And sometimes that's the ideal situation sometimes because it allows me to get really into the headspace of the film. Um, that is not what I did. This time, that is what I did the first time I watched this movie. I watched it all by myself. And, uh, this and, did, time, and did you like that? Well, it was a like you said, it was a good movie. Like it was a very good movie. Uh, I don't know. Again, I, I, well, I mean, what I could say is I haven't rewatched it since watching it that first time until now. So it's it didn't call out to me like some of the other ones do. Like where I like I want to watch more Jason movies, you know. Um, but this time when I watched it. I watched it with my wife and best friend and uh, they didn't like it at all. And my wife like hated it. And I don't mean, I don't even mean hated it. Like, (laughs) but here's the thing. I don't mean hated it. Like this movie is too upsetting and I'm I'm scared and upset. I mean, she thought it sucked. Like she was like, this movie is boring and stupid. And I had to keep saying to her at one point in the movie, I went, this has been called the best horror movie of all time on numerous times, like numerous polls, numerous. And she's like, this movie, this fucking dumb, boring movie. And I was just like, yes. And so this wow. is what I'm saying. Wow. Other people's other people's feelings about a movie can like make or break that movie watching experience. And did you, um, did you, did you feel like you wanted to agree with your wife? Well, no, because I, again, my opinions on the film were already pretty made. Like I, I, yeah. I already, I mean, again, I know it's a seventies movie, so it has a different tone and like feel than a modern film. Right. Um, and I oh, knew, I, I feel, feel like there are modern films that wish they could be doing this. Sure. Except, uh, it like it had a slightly slow beginning not not insanely slow like i've watched movies with slower be- i mean we watched jaws a couple like a month or so ago and which doesn't she was kind start of- slow at all you get the, like the shark eats somebody within the first three minutes of the movie and then within the next 10 but there but it's not about <laughs> warming up it's about the pacing like it's it's uh-huh. it's a jaws is an incredibly paced film but it's also not a film that Nobody, nobody paces like that now. Like it's a, it's still a seventies paced film. It's a great seventies paced film. And my wife loved Jaws to be fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, the point is, no, I didn't agree with her. I, I, I was going, this is good. And she was hating it and going, this movie sucks. And anyway, that's it. it like, I do think it infected <laughs> at, at, at least my you friend. Were, at, at least she was only saying it sucks for 84 minutes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But she felt, she thought it felt long. That is, that is, that is bananas to me. Uh, I, yeah, I, I thought it flew by pretty quick. I have to say, I thought all the, anything slow paced in the movie was just a, I mean, that's what this Tension. movie does really well. It yeah. has just a foreboding sense of oppressive heat and dread 
and atmosphere. Yes. Um, and we'll get into this, but that entire scene where they're walking around the house, uh, that they, they, the abandoned house in the beginning, like the, not, not the, not the mm-hmm. chainsaw yeah, the, house, but the, yeah, their, the their family's house, house yeah. where it's just full of like, and you just see like, Oh, there are some bones laid out here. Oh, they're just like this, like this nest of insects. All of it just feels like, you're in this place of rot and decay where everything is falling apart and things that used to be nice, like the nursery are no longer nice. Everything falls apart, right? This is a movie about entropy. Yeah. Which is the ultimate enemy, right? It is the final enemy who will defeat us all. Takes us all. Yeah, exactly. So, Um, which, um, which sucks. I I do think my wife's negative uh, feeling on the movie did infect my friend. Now my friend was a little bit more like you in that, she was her feeling was I don't know that I want to watch this movie like she's never watched it because she's like oh, that doesn't sound like something I want to watch um, but by the end of it she was like yeah no that movie is not good and I was just like no guys you're listen just oh, FYI no. you're wrong like it's a good movie like you guys are wrong I'm sorry I, <laughs> I just showed Raiden Poltergeist finally we had had an abortive right. attempt to do Poltergeist and we did it again um, and previously I mean you know you can feel Spielberg's fingerprints all over Poltergeist. But I was able to retrospectively connect the dots a bit and see why somebody like Spielberg would want to work with Toby Hooper. I think this is clearly a directed film in the way that I would say none of the Friday the 13th movies are. I think this is a movie that yeah. is work- this is a movie that is working with themes and is clearly trying to express an idea. Um, in a way that none of those other films are really right. They're like Friday the 13th movies are some of them are great. (laughs) So I was about to say they're all legit masterpieces. No, but uh, they're not really dealing with themes in any serious actual way. This is, you know, an attempt to make a movie, not just a, not just an exploitation movie. Yeah, no, uh, agreed. Uh, Agreed. Though there was lots of exploitation happening in the making of this film. (laughs) hundred <laughs> percent. Right. And, and the marketing still feels that way, but it is one of those things where the movie is reaching for something. And yes. clearly there's a, there's an, in, there's a impetus for the film that isn't just, we need to make like money off scantily clad teens. Cause that's not really what this movie is. Now in regards to Toby Hooper, I'll say <clears throat> how many movies of his have I seen? I've seen this. I've seen Texas Chainsaw two, which he also directed. Uh, I've seen Life Invaders Force. from Mars, which I did really enjoy as a young person, but I haven't watched in a very long time. And no, never Life Force. The other, the other one I've seen is a movie much, much, much later in his career called Toolbox Murders. And again, I didn't like it at all. Oh, right. And we talked about this before. And Masters of Horror, his Masters of Horror episodes. At least one of them I saw and hated. And the other one I probably saw, but I've forgotten it entirely. So um, like, I don't know. I don't know if it's that he's amazing or was like really good. And then no, I don't think he's good anymore. Or if that he got lucky, I, I can't make a judgment. I don't know. I really don't know. But, but, but this is a I, good if, movie and well-made. Yeah. Absolutely. If all I had to judge his directing talent on was this, I would say, no, I mean, I think this, he is a legitimate director with a, with a point of view and good technique. This is, it's clearly low budget. But the framing and filming choices are very good. I think there's lots of smart choices happening in 
camera placement and lighting choices and the production design does its job, right? It clearly, it's not made for a lot of money, but the, it, it, it does exactly what it's supposed to do. You're never, you're never unclear as to what the point is. Well, I'll say the cinematographer has done about a billion movies more than Toby Hooper. Okay. Um, Who's the cinematographer? He has 304 credits. Although as I'm looking at them, like a lot of them are actually for music videos now that I'm looking at it. Wow. This is crazy. Well, mm-hmm. A lot of, a lot of very famous music videos he's, he's worked on um, as, as a cinematographer. And this was the calling card. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, you show people this movie. Uh, he, so I'm trying to like what, uh, what else he did that is a movie. It, uh, I don't know how to sort it. Uh, he did uh, The Boy as director of photography. Do you, you ever see that movie, The nope. Boy? Nope. These are so many, so many music videos. <laughs> All right, name one. Uh, name one. Okay. Uh, oh, I'm trying to find what I've heard of because now I'm getting into an era that I don't think I've heard of. You've uh, never heard of this era? No, as in like music videos I'm not familiar with. Um, like there's people that I know, like here's Britney Spears, my prerogative. Um, mm. Shania Twain, don't Cypress Hill, the ultimate video collection, Janet Jackson. I want you Gloria Estefan wrapped huh. Jennifer Lopez, right. the real me. Um, he also was the director of photography on the remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, all right. Fair so enough. That's I pretty mean, fun. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think the, the way this movie looks is very, very seventies, but in a really like taken, taking that look and really kind of distilling it down this, there's, there's no accident about like the way this movie looks like it's all like sun blooms and just you've the heat that you're supposed to feel in this movie. You feel the heat in this movie. It is, it is, it's really, really clear, right? In the, in the way they like shoot sunlight in particular. The way that that first shot where you see that corpse baking on top of a that's that uh, gravestone. Yeah. Right? You can smell it off the screen. Ugh. This is a movie that smells. This movie smells like <laughs> you, you, you can just, it, it just oozes off the screen like you're, which is part of it. They, when you're looking at these scenes, you got to imagine how horrible that stank is supposed to be. Well, and apparently in real life, it was pretty horrible, both in smell and in oh, conditions as well. Because um, first of all, uh, the, the heat was insane. Like it was actually like 100 degrees or more for most I of the sh- shooting. Sure. Um, especially when they were shooting indoors because they couldn't really you know, it's, it's shooting indoors. It gets hot with lights and they couldn't like put on air conditioners and whatnot. So the dinner scene in particular was supposed to be extremely grueling, uh, like 125 degrees. The food was rotting because the food was there for like many, many hours. Apparently they were scared to wash the clothes, uh, that would get like bloody because they were like, we don't, they were afraid they would fade if they washed them. And so you would have continuity problems. Yeah. Yeah. So they, so they literally left the oh, clothes for like oh, months, God. I guess, or like weeks at least, um, <laughs> which sounds disgusting. Um, 
Yeah, Let man. Me, people I'm, say I'm it was, a, it was not a fun time. I'm going to sidebar for one second. Please. I'm just going to remind you, uh, in Elephant Larry, we had a sketch in which uh, uh, I played Jesus at some point, <laughs> and Alex shot me with a super soaker full of milk all over my face. <laughs> Which made, okay. made, which made sense in context. Sure. But the worst smelling thing was we at some point packed up that giant, the robe and wig covered in milk along with the super circuit filled with milk. And we just kind of left it for a couple of days by mistake. Oh no. Oh no. And then, <laughs> and then I had a giant bag of uh, rotten milk clothes that we then had to throw away. <laughs> yeah, that's like a living entity that you threw away at that point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was, it was. It was. It was really gross. No, Oof. but I. Uh, yeah, I. I. I believe all those things you just said because boy howdy, and I guarantee you all those bones and everything were real because they weren't manufacturing fake bones yeah, for all those no, scenes. They. Uh, yeah. They. The. Uh, the production. Uh, direct production um, designer. I guess. Uh, Went around to local farms and was like, "You got bones? I'll, I, I need bones." And and collected uh, lots of bones from folks. And he also taxidermied an armadillo. Uh, for that was a real armadillo at the beginning. Oh, I thought we had a Friday the Thirteenth snake situation again on our hands. No, I don't think. Um, uh, well, they certainly didn't kill it live on camera. Thankfully, right. um, nice. my, whether it got killed for the production that that's hard to say. But uh, it was it was taxidermied. Um, I do know that much. Uh, before we get into it, I also just want to give a huge uh, nod of appreciation to how actually incredible Marilyn Burns is in this film, which is our main screamer. Mm. Uh, that amount of screaming that she sustains at the end of this movie is so impressive and intense. And I can't even imagine what that was like to film because that looks physically exhausting to be emoting that much terror for that sustained amount of time she does such a fantastic job uh and that is not easy and anybody who says so is a liar oh which is a good place to bring up uh you were wrong your big prediction we did everyone would die everybody would die but no john larroquette uh, survived the movie (laughs) But so did she. So, so, did she. so did she. We had so an actual she. final girl. Um, uh, I mean, she just barely, like, she gets yeah. out of there with 30 seconds to spare. Yes, yes. Yeah, and yeah. I think, did this movie, I think I remember seeing this movie came out, it just beat Black Christmas out. In 74, is that right? Yeah, let me see. Yeah, this came out in October 11th of 1974. Let me see when Black Christmas came out. Uh, I know they came out like, obviously, like, I think they came out the same year. Yeah, they did. Um, the question is just when. Uh, yeah. Oh, October 11th. Did they come out the same, the same day? <laughs> this is the Ghostbusters and Gremlins of a, dec- of a decade earlier. That's insane if that's, that's true. I have not seen Black Christmas. Should I see Black Christmas? Um, yeah, it, it's good. Uh, it's a. I mean, it's again. It's another one of the uh, in the classic canon. It's one of the like very first um, uh, slasher films. Okay. Well, like, maybe 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 we'll save it. Maybe we'll save it. Save, find... save it for a bonus. 
Now I can't find where I even got that that date from. <laughs> where did I get that date from? I will, I'm going to edit out all this insecurity oh, right here. Got it. Got it. Yeah, they came out the same freaking day. Like that's madness. But I also can't imagine it was like one. It's not like rollouts are now where you would do like thousands of theaters. Came out the same day. Means probably what two theaters in like New York and Austin or Los oh, Angeles. Oh no, no. Or but but I just meant mo- mostly in the sense of that it's not. Uh, uh, it's, one you, could not influence the one other. One did not in influence way. the other, and they both came out. And so, like to say, well, this was the real beginning of the slasher genre. Like they both came out literally. It looks like the same day, and they both had lots of influence in that respect. Right. Simultaneous um, parallel invention of horrible monster killers. Do you know anything about Black Christmas? I know barely anything about. I saw the remake. Uh, do you know that who came out a couple years directed ago? it? It's wait. It's like Larry something. No. Is it? Bob, Clark. Bob Clark, who directed Christmas Story, a Christmas Story, and That's right. and Porky's, <laughs> and Porky's, yeah, weird career that man, yeah, yeah, yeah. very strange. So um, anyway, um, enough about that. The, that I just mentioned that, like I said, to say uh, that that's why this is one of the beginnings of the slasher genre, and right from the beginning, we've got the final girl. Like again, people have said it's not necessarily the very first place that a final girl has existed, but. But it's certainly iconic, right? She yeah. makes that thing her own. <clears throat> yeah. um, and, you know, she is, she does not phone that in at all. She is really putting it all up there on the screen. It's very, very impressive. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, let's, let's, I, I uh, let's do the story. better than I think any final girl in the Friday the 13th series. Oh, wow. That's I hardcore. Would, well, let me think about this. Let me well, think about who, this. Who would you elevate above who who readily comes comes to mind as that's such a great final girl in the well the first the one years. the first yeah. one because she yeah. like chops somebody's head off which Absolutely. is pretty impressive right. that's probably the best one um and then the second one is the second one one <laughs> from the number two I forget her name off the top of my head but the one who uses child psychology on Jason and convinces him that she's her mother for half a second it's nope. good nope no no nope. Nope. <laughs> okay what about Corey Does- Feldman. <laughs> All right. It's a toss up between Marilyn Burns and Corey Feldman, the original scream queens of horror cinema. Oh, All right. Uh, okay. So before we before we get into this, uh, I want to ask, so what? when did you first see this movie? You know, this is the thing. I don't you know. know. You don't know. Okay. All I know is I did see it after I saw both, I think, both the remake and the prequel to the remake. Um, and then I saw this one, uh, and, and that's weird, but mm-hmm. there, there you are. That's what I did. Um, so at some point, yeah, I just went, you know, I should actually probably watch that one. You know, it's a pretty I mean, big hole in my horror knowledge. Let's go for it. And I, I watched it, rented it, watched it. And, uh, again, I thought it was very good, but I didn't love it. Like I didn't go crazy for it. And it's worth mentioning the world went kind of crazy for this movie. Like it was a big deal. It was a huge hit. Yeah. It was a huge hit. It was super influential. Um, you know, like I said, it's in the MoMA. Um, people get real serious about it. Uh, I, I was, I didn't read, end up reading the entire book, but I did buy and read some of uh, this book called, um, let's see, what was it called? The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the film that terrified a rattled nation, a cultural history. Um, the reason I didn't read through it all is that that last bit, a cultural history was a bit too much of the book. And I was less interested mm. in 
the in like it, it, it for every chapter it was going really in depth into like what's going on in America and oh, the world and I'll like I, I totally how that influenced like that. it which it, totally like it, it it's not a, I'm not saying it's a bad thing but like I was definitely like oh, no I want to know about them making the movie like I don't I'm, I'm not as looking for the context right now I want to know the deets and it does have like a lot you, of those in like there you bought the wrong book is what it sounds well, like I don't know me. that I I I there, well again because I read obviously um. Uh, Crystal Lake Memories, which is very much like an oral history of the making of those films. And so right. that's what I was mostly interested in hearing. And there is some of that in here. Um, but as far as Just, I can tell, there is no similar book for for this series. Uh, so, I mean, like, th- that's where I got the information about the, you know, the the grueling uh, heat and the, this and that. And, and, and another crazy detail that I'll tell you in a little bit when we get to it in the film Um and like, and like, like, for example, here's an example, the opening okay. credits of this film, right? Do you remember the opening credits? Uh, with the, uh, with, with the flashbulb stuff or with the, or with Just the narration after that. and the, 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 the crawl. A- no, no. After that, after that, the, the oh, credits, with, the actual cr- titles. With, with the, with the radio stuff going over it, that stuff. There, yes. There's some radio stuff going over it. And what is, what you are visually seeing, it's, I uh, did not know flares, at all. Right? It is solar flares. That is exactly right. I, watching the film for the first time, had no clue what that was. And but I, this book talks a bunch about it because they're saying it's solar flares. And why is it solar flares? And well, it's solar flares because like at the time, there's like a lot of talk about and, and scientific research going into can solar flare, flares influence the people's behavior? And the fact that we're being bombarded with solar flares, does that like make people act differently and and make them more crazy and more this and that which is not again it's not necessarily even explicitly in the film but going into this book is going into detail about how that's that no, enters into the conversation like, like it, it, i mean I, I i interpreted it as it's solar flares yes but then it also has to do with like the astrology magazine that they are that yep. they are reading Yep. Uh, with the idea that it's just baking hot, which, you know, right. Crazy from the heat. You get that sense of like, everything feels a little bit more surreal when you are, when you can't think straight because it's so hot. Um, that was kind of how I was interpreting it. And, and also the idea that if you don't, it made it all so much more dangerous to be out right in the world, because the elements will kill you if something doesn't right. If you are stranded by the side of the road, you will die of heat exposure pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's how I, I, it was just part and parcel of the giant hot sweaty intro to this movie yeah yeah um so anyway uh that's how the movie starts so as you said oh also here's another fact i got from that book um the uh the opening doesn't literally say this story is true it but tries it very, very hard to yes. it. and not. apparently according to according to this book uh toby hooper was just like yeah, I, yeah. I do that because I was like pissed off at basically about media and bullshit in the world. He was just like, there's a lot of bullshit in the world. So I was like, I'm going to make mine bullshit too. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know exactly. <laughs> there, but yeah, he was just like, yeah, there was a lot of misinformation. I mean, like, I mean, why not say it's true? Why not? Yeah, why not? Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> like technically that part where I said it was true was during the film, which is itself fiction. So... <laughs> Therefore, it's logically the sound. Movie, it isn't right. Yes, <laughs> that follows a certain kind of logic. But yeah, it does start with that great, uh, weird sound effect for for photos getting taken and uh, taken of gross, gross stuff, just like gross decomposing fingers and 
eyeballs and, and it's because it's really grody that is some really gross gross stuff yes and it's because uh somebody's been going to the local cemetery and digging up bodies and stealing in texas in texas well yes yes the whole I just want to make sure everybody there. knows uh in texas and d- taking body parts not even whole bodies necessarily this is grave robbing pieces right. For sure. Pieces yep. of bodies. Um, do we know where it takes place? Did it say a, a town? I, I didn't I see know. a title card or anything, but yeah. And, and not only have they been, they've been taking like a piece here. They've been taking pieces, And we get some of this through like radio broadcasts. We learn learn some of this. And then of course it has that horrible shot of like a posed corpse sitting on top of a tombstone, yeah. which is just super gross. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. But this is also as gory as really the film is going to be after this point. Yeah, that like honestly, like as yeah, I think that's true. I think that that means that's the goriest, grossest, like physically thing that you just see as a thing. Thing that you see, yes, exactly. Yeah, like there, there's. It's hard to explain. I want to say there are things that you see that are grosser, but I just said it was the. Anyway, you know what I mean. I know what you mean. Well, there are things that are more terrifying because they are happening to people, right? Right. And so, and there are things which are more sort of like physically terrifying because they feel realistic in the way that, say, it's not a cartoon, right? Getting a spear shoved through your sternum while you're having sex is a cartoon death. There are things in this movie that don't feel like cartoon deaths. It feels like, yeah, I probably would spasm and kick out on the floor if somebody hit me on the head with a hammer. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> for instance, say. okay. So, so somebody's robbing these graves, right? And uh, who could it be? Well, I don't that's know the whole yet. mystery. We haven't right? met anybody this is, yet. This is the Scooby Doo part of this movie. Is we're trying to find out who no. these great. No, okay. no. In fact, not in the slightest. The, the people no. in this movie. There's no mystery being solved. Like nobody. Nope. They, nope. I mean, they are in town f- because of this. Right. They're there to find out if it's uh, who is it? Is it Sally's? Uh, yes. Sally. Sally's grandfather. Sally and Franklin. Buried, right. Sally and Franklin, who are uh, brother and sister. Yep. And uh, Franklin is paraplegic and in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they and, drive yeah, down yeah. in a van with their three buddies. Their three buddies are, let's see. It's Kirk. Kirk and Pam are a couple. Yep. Uh, Everybody is very 70s-tastic in this movie. Except for Jerry, who's a little 60s-tastic. He's a little <laughs> 60s. Yeah, exactly. He, he's definitely a... Uh, the, the 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 tail end of the hippie movement was definitely something they were they were talking about and toying with in this film for sure. Yep. Um, he looks a little hippieish. Meanwhile, uh, Pam, uh, the 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 friend who's a girl, like you said, has a has, has some astrology stuff that she talks about, and um, yeah. So that it's like these are like uh, so they are on, wait. So let me uh, let me just get this straight. They are on a road trip. Uh, to go see, well, hold on, the, uh, the, their, their, their grandfather's grave to see if he got grave robbed. And also why not make a day out of it? Yeah, I guess like, because they also are going to the family homestead, which I guess they still own or rather their father owns. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I guess they're like, let's, we'll go down, check it out and then spend the day. They just, just mess, messing about or whatever. Yeah unclear like if they were planning to stay or not they didn't bring a lot of stuff or um, a lot of gas 
Well, that's also true. They didn't, I mean, they, didn't, they, didn't, they didn't plan this trip very well, I, I will say. Well, they no. Don't, they don't really know where the house is. No, they don't know And they that. don't really well, don't have forget, enough this is before This is before Google Maps. Exactly. So all the more the reason to plan it beforehand. Hey, Dad, where's hey, well, the house? On. They did successfully get to a gas station before they ran out of gas. They were not aware that the gas station would not have any gas. That is true. Do you, here's the question. Do you think that gas station has ever gas? has gas? Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. That's a great yeah. question. We'll, 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 we'll touch on that later. Um, so, okay. So uh, yeah, what, what, what do we see? What do we see? Uh, well, they, they, go the, they go to the, they go to the cemetery. It's fine, they right? His, around, his grave is fine. fine. Yeah. They're not terribly uh, worried about grandpa. Yeah, no, no, they're, they're not, they're not, uh, concerned. And then once they leave that place behind, they, uh, another, it's a very, it's, it's an oddly dated film in a lot of ways, because then the next big point is they pick up a hitchhiker. Another thing that would never happen nowadays. Are you kidding me? There are hitchhikers all over the place. Where do you go? You're you're kidding me, right? I've seen hitchhikers. I don't pick up hitchhikers, but I've seen seen a hitchhiker. Yes. I have. Look, I'm not maybe, sure I've ever seen a hitchhiker. And if I have, definitely it hasn't been in like 15 to 20 years. Maybe this is the difference between hit- California and New York. It's possible that hitchhikers stay away from you. That's oh. what I'm guessing. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing. They see my so- car coming and jump a, into the it's shrubs. A, it's a selection bias. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, there are no hitchhikers. <laughs> it's super illegal. <laughs> it's not illegal. I'm maybe pretty it is. sure hitchhiking is illegal now, actually. It's America's going down the tubes. <laughs> I'm looking up. Is hitchhiking illegal? And the answer is yes. The, the, a lot the of solicitation are... of a ride, commonly known as hitchhiking, or or stopping any vehicle for the purpose of picking up or discharging a hitchhiker, or any portion on any portion of the freeway system, including toll plazas, is prohibited. This is why the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy has gone out of print. Now I understand. Although no, apparently I, I guess it, it sounds like it's just like on on interstates. It's actually legal in most states, just not necessarily on every right. street. Sure. Anyway, I mean, it doesn't matter. The point you is, and I have a hitchhiking vacation to do no, for Texas. I am not interested in hitchhiking anywhere, including Texas. I've listen. I've spent plenty of time in Texas. I used to go to El Paso uh, in the summertime because my mother used to live down there uh, when I was quite young. Well, how young? Uh, uh, I don't know, maybe eight to, to 12, so that, that era. Um, mm-hmm. So I've, I've been to Texas. Good. Good enough for me. Yeah. I'm, I'm uh, done. My, my mother likes to regale me with stories of how uh, she uh, went on a weekend trip to Denmark. She lived in, she grew up in Sweden. She took a weekend trip to Denmark and then didn't come home for six months because she hitchhiked all the way to Tibet. What? Yep. She wow. spent she spent six months. She went all the way down through down through Europe, through Turkey, through Iran, through uh, like uh, ac- all, the, all the way across Afghanistan, India, and ended up in was it Tibet or Kathmandu? It's one of the two. But uh, and and then and then and, uh, like went back. Different world. That's insane. That's insane. Yes. Six well, months yes. of hitchhiking. Yes, I mean some. And of is that six months of, round trip or six months to get there? It must be six think, months round I trip. Think, I think she, I'm pretty sure she got there and then flew home from there. Oh, so okay. six months of straight like hitchhiking out. <laughs> oh my god! I think some of it was trains like down through Europe, but then as soon as she hit like Turkey and like uh, hit hit the Middle East, it was uh, all 
it was all hitchhiking from there on out. And listen, I wouldn't want to hitchhike in a country where it's America and I can be confident most cars are driven by people speaking English, let alone where I would be in countries that I don't speak their language in the slightest. That's bananas to me. It's it's true. I And I have not done that. <laughs> so, um, Have you seen Hostel, speaking of which? No, I have not <laughs> seen Hostel. Well, that'll be fun. Uh, the, the, I think the only God dang it! I, the, I think the only Eli Roth movie I have seen is uh, Thanksgiving. So that's not a movie. That's a short. What? Don't be don't be ridiculous! I saw the trailer. That's exactly. Yeah. Um, I've seen most of his movies, not all of them, but an awful lot of them. Um, some of them I like a lot. Wait, didn't he? Re- he he filmed the kid movie. He did House with a Clock on Its Walls. I did see that. Oh, I didn't see that. Uh, I have seen Cabin Fever. I've seen two hostels. I've seen uh, Green Inferno. I've seen Knock Knock. <sighs> what else exists? Is that it? I don't know. I'd have to look. But anyway, fun stuff. Fun stuff. I'm not anyway, a big so, Cabin so, so Fever they, fan. They, 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 they pick up a hitchhiker yes. uh, who is possibly the worst case scenario for picking up a hitchhiker. Oh, like yeah. It, yeah, this is uh he uh, d- does he get a name? I don't remember. If Hitch- he actually, just referred to as Hitchhiker. Hitch- hitchhiker. Uh, I mean, you know, a he's a, he's you know everything aside that he is yes he's a little spazzy he has some like some little like a red birthmark across his face or something yeah, yeah which I wasn't entirely sure if it was just like here's some blood that dried but I think it's supposed to be like a, a birthmark I think so he's carrying a fur pouch yeah, uh, yeah. in in which he has uh, pictures of slaughtered cows right because yeah they're talking about how. Uh... Franklin and Sally's grandfather uh, used to work at that slaughterhouse that they're driving by. And he was a, he would kill the, he was a hammer guy. Yeah. He was one of the traditional hammer guys. Um, But now uh, technology has moved on. And this is another theme, right? This this movie, right? Is that they, they know they use like a pneumatic hammer to kill, kill the cows now, as opposed to just whacking them on the head. It does it Um, in one shot every time. Uh, more efficient, but it puts people out of work, put those right. hammer guys out of work. Um, so they're discussing this, right? This is what uh, or the hitchhiker gets to talking about with them. And he seems very enthusiastic about the slaughter procedure and then also goes on an extended rant about not rant, but like a, a uh, sales pitch about how great head cheese is. Yep. yep. Um, and how uh, apparently, apparently the movie was uh, tentatively going to be called head cheese for a while. <laughs> <laughs> which delightful. also makes a fair amount of sense but just talk about how you know they take they boil down the head and turn everything in the head into head cheese and it's just and everybody's getting kind of grossed out by it and being like ah maybe we shouldn't like like the meat all the meat talk is getting everybody a little bit uh, uncomfortable and he's making them uncomfortable to boot i mean yeah that's the thing about slaughterhouses is like they're super gross no matter how you feel about meat like no matter right. what like they're gonna make you really uncomfortable and grossed out period um like i i'm definitely a meat eater but i don't want to be you don't want to go visit a slaughterhouse. any killing of anything ever <laughs> right which is you know that's that's the modern american food chain is yep. that you get yep. separated from the source of your food and you are able to be like well this is meat this is just oh i get it at the supermarket that's where right. it comes from right right I, I'd eat I'd eat genetically grown meat grow grow me meat in labs i'm good with that i'll, I'll eat yeah. that Anyway, um, but he also takes a picture of 
He takes a picture of Franklin. Picture of Frank, he takes a picture of Frank. Franklin is not happy about that. Well, yeah. And then, so then he tries to sell it to him because he gives it For to two him. two bucks. And he's like, two bucks. No, this is two bucks, 1974 money. So that's so like a thousand dollars. It's like, ten, it's, like, it's, like <laughs> it's like in Star Wars where it's always like 200 credits. And so it's like <laughs> Star Wars evaluations of money. It's always very, uh, it's a low amount. You're like, that's a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> like that um 70s money is like star wars credits so 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 franklin won't well that makes sense star wars from the 70s so franklin won't pay um so the hitchhiker takes the photo puts it on a thing covers it pours in out some gunpowder gunpowder some- and lights it on fire um this, this freaks everybody out. after after he's like cut himself Great question. Because he, he borrows Franklin's penknife and he like slices open part to part of his hand. I think that is, I think this is after that. You're right. So I think it's before that, that he slices open his hand. And again, these, this is not enough that him slicing himself up is not enough to get the people driving to go, Hey, we're stopping the car. Get out of our car. Um, it's and not until it, and they, yeah, and they clock that he's a weirdo right oh, away, yeah. oh, right? Yeah. They're like, like they do the Muppet movie thing where it's just like it looks like we picked ourselves up a weirdo, <laughs> like immediately upon him getting into the van. But this is this is a place where where I get go back to the hitchhiking thing because like again, having not grown up in a world where hitchhiking is a thing and only seeing it through movies, it makes it feel in movies like. Like hitchhiking is this like this like cultural understanding everyone has where it's like, well, yeah, we got to pick up the hitchhiker and I pick you up like now I'm in now I'm committed. Now we have an unwritten contract that (laughs) I'm going to get you to go wherever you need to go. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Because, Um, again, him slicing his own hands up and bleeding all over the back of the van is not enough to make them stop. They're not happy about it, but they're still going. Lighting yeah, a so, fire so that, in the van maybe does it, but definitely when he starts c- taking out a straight razor and cutting up Franklin, is they definitely are like that's stopping right. They, they 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 cut they cut up his arm and it's like, all right, that's it. You have now sliced <laughs> yourself and Franklin. This cannot stand. And they actually kick kick him out of the van, and he runs after the van as they're trying to drive away, and he smears the blood from his hand all over the side of the van, and it looked like maybe he was supposed to be writing something. I never really understood that. Um, well, neither he, does Franklin, and Franklin kind of becomes obsessed with it later in the film like is that is it is he it trying a to say something yeah. is it a evil symbol of some sort um but, but that's another thing about this film and i'm going to spoil this now it's not really a yeah, spoiler yeah. people have already watched it i assume there's nothing supernatural about it at, at times no. in the before they finished writing it like there was times when they were going like oh are we going to have it become a this or that kind of spiritual thing no they they made the, in the end they said no no not at all it's just fucked up people doing fucked which up which is things. way worse right i think that's that's way more terrifying than anything else i think people are scarier than monsters yeah. especially when pe- people are the monsters right cuz it's eminently relatable uh that the world is full of uh people that could hurt you, right? That feels like, like, like as as a thing. I'm like, yeah, I go out in the world where people are, and some of those people might want to hurt me for no reason, right? That's a that's yes. a really that's much scarier than I'm never gonna meet an undead revenant with a machete. No. 
You're never going to. Uh, I mean, even even a like s- severely uh, 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 disabled uh, uh, child who grew up by himself in the forest to be a mute behemoth who walks around and kills everybody who he finds if they're engaging in bad activities is unlikely. Like that's, that's no, it's, that is it, it's a few steps unlikely. outside of reality. Whereas again, this is a very extreme film. Like it is pretty nuts what happens in it, but it's but certainly a little bit closer to reality. Absolutely yeah. Murder people, right? Yeah. There are people who live out in the middle of nowhere, lure people into the house and kill them. That is a thing that has happened. Yeah. So, okay. So, uh, so there we are. Um, they, they, they drop that guy off. They find, oh, and it's shortly thereafter they get to a gas station. The gas station with, with the uh, casual sign that says, we slaughter. <laughs> I didn't even see that sign. But like, that's right, right, right above. It just says, it's just like, we slaughter, which, you know, I'm assuming is something that you could probably see somewhere. Yeah. That there would be, a, yeah, we, we, we slaughter animals. Um, but yeah, the gas station... Uh, very friendly proprietor. Very friendly, uh, except for that he has no gas. Doesn't have any gas. gas. They get the fuel trucks coming later that day. They do buy. Uh, they do buy uh, some barbecue from him. Yeah, which <laughs> is so gross. And and oh. not that I uh, am like some sort of genius. <laughs> But I was pretty sure that was human meat from the beginning. Really? Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you put it all together. I was so grossed out by Franklin sitting and munching on a sausage for a very, very long time. And I was like, I bet you that the sick joke of what is happening right now is that they're like, oh, yum, yum, eating human meat. I was pretty sure that that was, in fact, the case uh, when I saw that. I think I'm, I think um, I'm right. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yes, you're definitely right. So, um, so, so they get then. Does he tell them how to get there, or do they just? Well, yeah, no. He he, he, he tries them, right? to he tries to dissuade them from like, oh, you don't want to be going around out there. You should just hang out here and have some well, barbecue. Why does he uh, dissuade and, them? I yeah. Well, I don't he, know. he tries to be like, no, you don't want to be going up there and messing about, right? And don't don't do that. Don't be ridiculous. And they're like, no, no, no. We we it, we do. It's it's yeah, our house. We do. We're going. We do. We're, we're, going. we're gonna we're gonna go. So they um, go, uh, and then uh, what happens is they get there, and the four uh, people who can walk <laughs> immediately like run off into it, the house <laughs> and just leave like Franklin. Oh man, like Franklin's uh, indignation is righteous. Yeah. Um, now, here's the thing. I, this seems like a good place to mention another part of probably why my wife didn't like this film is because she didn't like anybody in it, and especially Franklin. She was just like, this guy's a jerk. And like, she's not I mean, wrong. Yes. No, no. This Fra- guy Fra- sucks. <laughs> Franklin sucks a little bit. <laughs> um, he, listen, because it is, it isn't cool it that his able friend is also slightly mentally something in some way too like that it, he has possible. some sort of like mental issue or behavioral issue of some sort they don't play with it super super much clearly like the people have some sympathy for him but also are, are they are as sick of they're sick of franklin yeah they are very sick of him um they don't yeah they, yeah, they don't consider how di- that it'll be difficult for him to get into the house and he's really they pissed just, off because he's like I'm the reason they're here, which is like semi-true. He's got, again, his sister's there too, but whatever. He's like, it's my house. It's like, well, it's, but it's her house too. Anyway, whatever. But he's, and he does the, he blows raspberries for like five minutes straight. <laughs> which I, re- I really enjoyed. I thought that was great. Really liked that a lot. 
um but so, like uh, yeah so and they're like great let's go up to the second floor like immediately <laughs> immediately so they're going around and they're like they're just sort of like uh they're wandering around like the nursery and like everything is absolutely it's it's just fallen to shit right it's another oh, one of those like super gross nest of uh like daddy long legs no it was like daddy long legs all like a pile of like a thousand of them like crawling all over each other it was so gross gross. it reminds me of the time we bought uh a a sack of praying mantis eggs from the farmer's market and they come in a little gauze sack and hang it on the window until they hatch and then you have a bag of like 200 praying mantises in a bag why did you do that for just watch the miracle of life and share it with our children it was gross yeah they are nasty and i hate them uh, I mean, they're very small, and then you can put them all over your plants, and then you have like lots of good like uh, yeah, like yeah. pest control. Great, I, that, I yeah. Mean, people always love to say that. Oh, but these bugs that you hate and are gross kill other bugs, and I'm like, they, just, when they're done, make sure they kill one more. <laughs> Save one bullet for yourself, praying mantis, because I hate you too. All of them are gross. I hate them all. That's Sorry. a T-shirt right there. <laughs> <laughs> Save but one no. bullet for yourself, praying mantis. Um, so. Uh, after wandering around the gross house for a few minutes, uh, who is it? Uh, Kirk and Pam are like, are like oh, maybe yeah, we're we should go, go find a swimming hole or whatever. Yeah, yeah, because th- apparently Franklin and Sally told them there's a swimming hole, and so he's they're like, where, Franklin, where where's the swimming hole that you used to, uh, I guess, roll to uh, on this very uneven land? Um, and he says, uh, yeah, it's right over that way. They go, it's dried out. Yeah, there's and no the, like, a metaphor. Yes, yes, yes. yes. There's, yes. there's, there's no water. Um, but they hear something. They hear a generator. They hear yes, they hear something that something something running on gas. And so they're like, oh, let's go check that out. They wander over to a, a very nearby house. They find a generator. They're like, this is super lucky. We need gas. And 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 it's it's full of cars. <laughs> oh yeah, it is also full of cars. It's and they're full of cars. I'm assuming cars of other people. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's definitely the thing. Like, they are like, hey, lucky us or something. And I was definitely like going, are they being sarcastic or not? Like, what what do they think? Why do they think there's like a bunch of cars hidden? Like, not even like a parking lot full of cars. It was like a, a cars. Covered in tarps and things. But that's yeah. also not, it's not too crazy. I mean, especially like in place, some place that is as dependent on cars as some place like Texas, which is really big and spread out. People have cars and they're working on old cars or fixing up old cars, right? That's a thing <sighs> okay. that people do. Sure. I have a neighbor. My neighbor next door has six cars in his driveway. Well, okay. Are they camouflaged? <laughs> Do they, are I they mean, hidden? No, he's also not like a serial killer. <laughs> right. And yeah, that's yeah. why I'm saying that's like I mean. yeah, yeah. when I see that they're like, again, it's not, I don't even think it's just like regular tarps. It's like trying to like disguise that there's stuff there. Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. They're that's, like, a, yeah, yes, that, that's an interpretation of that. They march up to the front door. Uh, Kirk starts pounding on the door. Um, nothing doing. Nobody's answering. He hey, pounds on the door. For a while, and it opens, and then it just starts. It just opens, and while uh, his 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 girlfriend is uh, off sitting on a a, a little swing, a little porch swing of some sort. Yeah, it's, it's, but it's not on the porch because it's further away, so yeah, she can't yeah, quite see yeah. or hear what's going on. Um, and he goes in. He just goes in to the person's house and is going, "Hello, like, hey, anybody there? Hello." hello. Um, you got starts, a gas? Yep. Starts poking around. And goes the, into the door well, with the all the all the taxidermied skulls and well, not only not only is there a door with taxidermied skulls, 
all the walls are covered in pelts and yeah, furs yeah, yeah, and yeah, skins. Yeah. This is a house made out of skins. <laughs> I'm starting to get the sense that something bad is going to happen. I don't know what makes you think that. I don't uh, know. I'm getting a sense of foreboding at this point. Well, you it was wrong because then uh, Leatherface appears and just kills him. <laughs> Immediately. Oh, my God. Which is absolutely – this is – I think this – this right here is the single scariest part of the whole film, personally. Uh, where the it's suddenness just, of it? That the, just... sud- the suddenness. Well, yes. So it's all those things. It's the suddenness in which he suddenly appears, right? We are not given a musical cue. This movie does you no favors musically. This movie is full of just drones and eerie, just like creaks and... Uh, like wines that's what the soundtrack is so Mm -hmm. you will get no indication of anything that's supposed to happen because it's filmed like a documentary in a lot of ways right in terms of like that is just holding on that it's not doing anything for it to like emphasize it and leatherface steps out and just like whomps him on the head and he goes with a hammer with a hammer just like he goes down like a sack of potatoes and then he twitches twitching and and Leatherface gives him like one more whack on the head and he goes twitch twitch and that's it and he gets yanked off and then the door just gets shut in like a like an that door shutting slam is amazing yep yeah that is that sequence is brutal absolutely absolutely huge huge scene big moment in I would imagine in the theater that would that was insane to see. Oh my god! I would I imagine bet you everybody so. lost their mind. People probably absolutely lost their mind. Um, oddly, uh, he doesn't like scream or anything. It doesn't make it that much noise. Obviously, the slam happens, so I don't know how much that carries because probably, uh, probably none at all. His lady friend, it just is like, where did he go? Like what? Right, he's been what? gone for a while. Oh, and he left his jacket outside on yes, on, on the railing, which will be relevant later. So she goes and I mean, she, he, she, I mean, which is, this is a little bit more fair. Her boyfriend just walked in. So she's well, going in after like him two minutes ago. Yeah. So she goes in after him. She starts looking around. Um, she doesn't see any evidence of his death. Uh, nope, at but, first. Not, but the door is closed. The right? door that, is closed. That, now, that yeah. metal door is, 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 is closed. She, she doesn't see the wall of skulls. So she takes a different uh, route into the house, and arguably she, worse. <laughs> she she trips and falls through a like curtain into a room that's like full of like bones and feathers and stuff all over the floor. It's got a, and a chicken hanging in a cage. Oddly enough, that chicken is terrified. And and she looks and it, it touches the bones as if she realizes too that the furniture is also made out of bones and skin. Which is unusual. Yes, yes. You don't see that often. Not much. I mean, technically, in a way, like leather, right, is skin, but it, it doesn't look like a leather couch. It looks like a. No, really it looks post. like they took a couch and then they <laughs> like taped on, like like tied on a whole bunch of bones to make like a cartoon version of like a, a chair. It is literally like like. What does it remind me of? It reminds me of like if you look at one of those like like a uh, hot rod illustrations or something and they've taken a car and the car has a uh, big V8 engine, but the V8 engine is made out of bones. Like it looks like <laughs> a cartoon of what it was like, this is a bone chair. Like it wouldn't be uh, totally out of place oh, in maybe like the Adam's family or something. Or something. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. Like, yeah. 
Um, so this, this, uh, she finds this unpleasant. <laughs> she like starts freaking out, right? She starts absolutely like wigging out and, and the chicken also starts wigging out at the same time as she starts wigging out. Sure. Yeah, Chickens yeah. don't like people freaking out at them. No. Uh, so she tries to run away, but Leatherface pops up again. Oh, by the way, we're just saying Leatherface because everybody knows who Leatherface is. We should talk about what Leatherface Let's is. Let's talk about what Leatherface Oh, man. Just a giant man. Yeah, huge guy. And his apron. F- he's got an apron. Uh, like a, uh, yeah, I mean, it's like a slaughterhouse apron, right? Like, yeah. like, or like a butcher apron. Yeah. Um, his and he's wearing a mask, and it's a mask made of human skin. It's like it's like stitched together pieces of face over his face, um, and, so and like a wig his, too. Or no, it's not yeah. a wig. I mean, it's a probably it's, a scalp. Yeah. Um, with ha- human hair on it. Um. So yeah, and you can see you, through it. You can see his janky teeth through it, and his kind of soulful eyes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This, this uh, again. We'll get to this, but this is another killer that I feel a little bad for. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I mean, the so the actor who uh, who played it, uh, Gunnar Hansen, absolutely said he played this character as uh, like developmentally challenged and like spent time at a, uh, a, a like a facility for for. for oh. I mean, guaranteed that he looks he reads as abused child. Yeah, he 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 went and like studied uh, uh, a special needs school, went went to a special needs school and like study how how special needs kids like moved and spoke and and stuff. So he could put that into the role. Um, So that was definitely a choice. He it's well played. I mean, right. Then again, one of those things that are, dis, I think, decept, look deceptively easy, but I think there's a lot of character interpretation and care that goes into that. That is, it's, it's, it's well done. He's terrifying and sympathetic. Is it? I, I think we'll, we'll get to this. I, I think there's a scene where you actually just sit with him for a while while he looks at a chicken uh, and he kind of just looks like he's like, oh, this was exhausting. And oh, why? Why is this my job? <laughs> it's kind of like 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 the I, it's up for interpretation what you're supposed to think about with that, but you're definitely not supposed to be like oh I'm so terrified. It's a little bit like oh, this poor guy. <laughs> I just am seeing how long we've been talking about this movie. We like this is, we, we're 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 going to go longer than the movie for sure. Oh, um, yeah, clearly. So so uh, okay. So anyway, he finds Pam in the house and reacts as poorly as he reacted to Kirk. He grabs her, picks her up. A quick version is he picks her up, carries her into the room where, you know, you kill people, the slaughterhouse, the, the slaughter room, and he hangs her on a meat hook. And um, you don't see anything, but this is a visceral, visceral yeah. move. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I can you don't see it happen. Absolutely. No, you don't see any you just heard, right blood or hooks going into it. And yeah. I bet you there's going to be some movies in the series that are going to make the mistake of thinking that it's going to be better if they show more. You uh, think? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but this is so gross because you can imagine what it's like to have a hook going into your back as you're suspended from a hook. And the same thing uh, with that is that uh, same thing is true because then what she do- what he does, well, she's hanging from the hook alive, by the way, not dead. 
hanging right. from the hook oh, alive, yeah, alive is he pulls out his chainsaw and the, the, the Kirk's body is on the table in front of her and he starts uh, sawing into Kirk with a chainsaw. And again, you don't see anything. Nope. You see it, you see that he's doing that, but you don't see any blood or, or what he's chopping or anything like that. But it's and, obviously still awful. <laughs> and and well, here's the thing. Like, I wasn't watching Kirk at that moment. I was watching her on the hook over Leatherface's shoulder watching Kirk, and she cannot turn away, right? Yeah, she is on a yeah. hook physically facing Kirk and knows that she is next. And this is, I think, it's it's just epitome of, like, point of view terror. Um, so then, uh, in, in what is, you know, in, in fairness, a very repetitive pattern of what happens in this film, the Jerry, the driver of the van, Hey, it goes, uh, go? yeah, where'd they go? Let's go. And he walks the same route they walked and he and winds up at the reasonably, same house. but very reasonably finds Kirk's jacket outside mm-hmm. on the porch and correctly assumes that, that he is in the, that he is in the house. So he walks in, uh, Again, and uh, how does uh, he run into what? It, what it, I'm trying to think what what happens exactly to him. Uh, oh yes, so he he walks in and he's in the kitchen and he hears a, a, a thumping sound in the in a in a in a. Oh, in this a goes very freezer. quickly. That's why we. Uh... Yeah, yeah, it's a, a thumping sound in a in a in a freezer, like a meat a meat freezer, and he walks over and opens it, and uh, there's Pam in it. And, Still alive, very blue well, around the lips. She is alive, but she's Enough. not moving in that moment. And then, and then, like a second after he finds her and opens the thing, she starts like again convulsing again, which is obviously why she, what was making the noise in the first place. But before he can do anything about that, uh, Leatherface kills him too. How does he kill him? A chainsaw, right? So I chainsaw, think it's just yes. a, it's just a, you it just a cut to right. The, you see a big like swing of the chainsaw. He goes ah! and then it goes away. That's all. Yeah, that's all we really get to see. It's very right. very quick. And now we've dispatched. Three out of our five heroes. <laughs> and there is a solid 45 minutes left in the film. Yep. There is a lot of movie left. Uh, and this point, I go inside to get some baby carrots because I need to go do something <laughs> to get me away from the screen for just a second. Uh, oh I was god. like, oh my god, how is there 45 minutes left? What are all the horrible things that are about to happen to two people that are left? You this is no not idea. like a Friday the 13th movie where they stack the deck with like 20 nude kids. <laughs> and you're like, well, I'm guessing I'm going to spend five minutes of each of those people getting murdered. No, nope. we're now going to spend so much time watching the next two die. So a bunch of time passes. It's getting dark out. Oh, it is dark. It is dark. It Sally is and Franklin is, are the only ones left. very dark. Yeah, it is, it's nighttime. Very dark. It's, it gets extra dark in Texas. Yeah. Uh, everything's bigger in Texas, even the darkness. Um, that's, that's big dark. <laughs> <laughs> so Sally and Franklin are there, and they're like literally uh, sitting in the car. Oh, and here, by the way, here's another 70s thing, which I think oh, is yeah? a 70s thing, which is that they're in the car and have the lights of the car on, but yep. they don't have the keys they discover in a moment. And I was like, wait a minute, how do they have the? And I think I, I think it might be that this is just a – we developed that cars that used to work. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. And then, well, probably because people kept running their car batteries down by mistake. <laughs> they would take the keys out of the car and the lights would stay on. And then they would uh, be stranded at some sort of like a serial killer's house. So so they're sitting there in the car, like honking as loud as they can, yelling, where, where are you people? Because they Jerry! have no clue. Yeah, just yelling out Jerry's name. They don't know what to do. Um, it's not when, helping. 
like and Franklin is like, we should get in the car and drive away. And like we waited for them long enough. Let's get the fuck out of here. There's um, a long this is a long section where they argue back and yeah. forth on this. But they realize they don't have the keys. And so then Sally's like, I'm gonna go look for them. And Franklin is like, don't. And they they argue they fight over a, a flashlight. <laughs> For, for like five yeah. minutes, the, and this, so- this is this is the uh, this is the uh, fight from they live for a while. Right? <laughs> they fight over a flashlight, and then Sally's like, I, "Fine, then I'm just going to go with no flashlight because you won't give me the flashlight." And then he's like, "No, no, no, okay, okay, I'll go with you, but I still get to hold the flashlight. You don't get to hold the flashlight." Franklin is a dickhead. <laughs> Franklin That's is true. A dickhead. You don't know. Maybe he has a history with this flashlight. <laughs> So, so they're wandering around in the dark, and uh, they're going this way and that. And then uh, Leatherface and chops him. In Leatherface half. just <laughs> chops isn't the right thing. Like he gets to Franklin, and then just because Franklin can't move, he just like shoves that chainsaw all over Franklin's lap. Yep. 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 Franklin dies. Yes. Yes. Uh, and now we have forty minutes left of the movie. <laughs> Maybe a little bit less, but yes, you're right. Maybe it's at least half an hour left with one person to go. Right, right. Which I am- Because you don't know where this movie's going to go. Like you and your first time, you have no clue what is about I have no idea. I am losing my mind. I was like, what depravity are we about to get ourselves into? And thankfully, nothing bad happens and she just gets on the road and leaves. Yep, that's it. It's just a long walk. She's like, oh, well, all my friends are gone. I'm going to leave Franklin here. She gets chased by Leatherface. She no oh boy. Now, in her defense, I will say she doesn't realize she's running into Leatherface's house to hide no, from Leatherface. She thinks that she's running to safety, right? <laughs> as far as she knows, this is just a wild, feral chainsaw-like <laughs> human face mask man out oh, in God. the bush. Yeah, uh, yeah, and she runs straight into the house again, uh, and runs upstairs. Right, she actually manages to lock the door behind her yes that's true and leatherface is just carving up the door which i think it's fun there's a fun funny moment about that later but yes he's he's, yes he's carving out carving up the door and uh she goes in she runs upstairs straight into a corpse room well a yes, half well, corpse yes. room it turns out but we are we, we are, don't know we are legend we're right there's two <laughs> desiccated bodies up there that look terrible yeah uh, uh absolutely terrible and they're kind of posed in sort of a like a psycho kind of a way right where they're just sort of like sitting in chairs and she's like "Ah!" at which point i think leatherface finally chainsaws open the door door. and like runs up the stairs toward her and now she's so stuck and she leaps out of of the uh second story window straight through the glass absolutely she's not going to be in good shape after all this is over she's fine um she she she's fine because she actually hits the ground and runs uh, and gets to the gas station now leatherface is right on her tail i mean there is a lot of chainsawing that still happens right there's a lot of like there's the this is also part of the like movie where the chainsaw sound effects do not stop well they stop for a little bit here yeah, for for a little bit, right at the at the gas station, right, uh, right. right. But but she chases her for a while to get there, and then yeah. when he and and he and she just barely beats him there. Yeah. Um. And she gets in, and the 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 Kindly gas station proprietor. Dude, yeah, he lets her in, and he closes the door, and he's like, "Oh my god, like what? Oh yeah, we'll call the police." Like absolutely. Well, my my phone's over. Here. My, wait, I have to go. Wait, the phone's over there. No, he has to go get the truck, right? Because he doesn't have a phone here in the gas right, station. Right, he doesn't have a phone. Like so yeah. he's going to go get the truck, uh, and. 
And then she sort of just sits there. And she and she Because the news there. is on. The new then I don't I can't remember what's on the news. Oh, they're talking about the the grave robbery again. Oh, okay. They're talking so the, about body parts being stolen, dug up and stolen, and she's watching the meat the cook. The meat cook. <laughs> it's just sitting there like this like red pit and it's just dripping and it's not really clear what kind of meat that is supposed to be. Like it's just a sort of indeterminate shape. It's like sausages hanging there, sort of dripping. And the guy has also left the door open when he went to go get the truck. So but she's he does like, pull up his truck. He's not he lying. Does, He's totally he honest. He does pull up the truck. But if you're really worried about somebody like after you, you yes. don't then just leave. And anyway, I, I, I have my premonitions as to what was about to go down here, of course. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I, I was, I was uh, watching this with a gimlet eye. Uh, but he comes back. With a sack and a with rope. With a sack and a rope. <laughs> And it's just so like, you can just see her face being like, no, no, no. And he's he's very nice. He's like, oh, this won't hurt a bit. Look, just don't struggle and there won't be no trouble. And you're like, no, of course there's going to be trouble. But she grabs is, a big knife from the, the cooking station. And then oh, he yeah. grabs a broom and, and just knocks it, it out, out of her hand. Of her hand. Just saying, just like, he beats so her he with a broom. A lot. There's he a lot of beating with a broom. <laughs> he ties her up, puts her in a sack. The, the the crazy part about the broom to me is that he drives her in the car and just keeps, keeps jabbing her with, with the broom. Well, just gotta keep her docile. Everything's like fine. <laughs> You're gonna be fine. After, nobody's gonna hurt you. <laughs> it's like except for me right now with this like broom. Insane. This is real. This is where like the real. I mean, it's crazy to say this is where the real madness starts, but this is where the real madness starts, right? Go right where you're like, oh, I'm in a world with no escape. Because this is the only guy that we know from, like, the world. Well, and there's, there's one nothing... other character we knew from before. Uh, the hitchhiker. Is, is true. <laughs> and he, he joins him on the truck. And it turns out he's part of the family, too. Which, yep. you know, not that he was telegraphing earlier that he was crazy or anything. No, no, no. No, not at all. Um, apparently, now, this is a piece of information I was not aware of. And and I don't did not get from this film that I I got this from discussion of the film mm-hmm. uh, on the internet that the three of them are brothers. I thought the the, the one was the father, but oh, according to this, really, that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, so I that's, think that gas station guy might just be the older brother. That seems unclear to me, and For I sure. definitely I that doesn't now. I'm going to, I'm going to call bullshit on that. <laughs> well, I mean, there's more movies, I mean, so the maybe there's going to be stuff the in there. Is never wrong. Uh, well, then, no, they were specific about it. I, I think, I think there's more information to be had later. So we'll, we'll, he we'll looks get more at least 20 later. years older than me, he than, certainly, than, than the younger well, brother, than the youngest brother, but we don't know how old Leatherface looks. To That's be true. We, we don't know, but he also, right. Yeah, it's, it's true. His teeth, his teeth, you can't tell by the <laughs> So, so they get home. They get home. Okay. Now I want to talk about this. Um, this is a, this is a part that I, yeah, I definitely want to talk about. Um, they get home and Leatherface is now dressed as a woman. Well, yeah. Well, now you say, well, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, cause but, it's but, evening. It's time for dinner. Well, but this is the thing. So I do want to talk about this because, cause I had a, I learned something. Uh, okay. Because of tell, this. Tell, tell me what we were you're talking like. about that. And I was going like, yeah, it's really weird. Uh, I wonder what that's about. I wonder why they they 
had him dress as women. And my, 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 my friend and my wife's immediate response was, well, obviously it's just like the they're general creating the family. Well, no, they're going, it's just, no, that's not what they said. They said, it's like the general transphobia of if you are dressing as a woman and you're a man, you're crazy and kill people. Right. Oh, that is not how I interpreted that well, whatsoever. Well, but hold on. So, okay. Cause, cause, cause here's the, here's what I learned because my I mean, the first reaction was, well, no, I, I'm sure that's not it. Like I know, I know this movie as well as psycho and as well as what was the third one? Oh, science of the lambs are all said to be inspired by Ed. Hmm. Is his name Gain or Gain? Let's say, right. let's say Gain. I'm not hundred percent sure how to pronounce it. Uh, or Gein. I'm not 100% sure. But yes, they're all inspired by him. So I said to him, all three of those films are films that are specifically said to have been inspired by him. And all three of them involve men dressed as a woman. So I'm sure that's in the original. I'm sure that's a thing from his case. And uh, here's the thing. We looked it up, found a really, really great and smart article written by uh, Grady Hendrix, who is a horror novelist. Uh, oh, yep. Um, has a fantastic book called uh, Paperbacks from Hell, which I've oh. been enjoying reading recently. Oh, that's terrific. I haven't read that. I, I've read um, the novel Final Girls, uh, which I, I thought was great. Um, anyway, found an article by Grady Hendrix, and uh, he goes into it. Uh, it's it's bullshit. What happened is, basically, it, it all does trace back to, to transphobia, homophobia, because, but way back in Ed Gein's... Uh, case files, you will find talk of, oh yeah, he wants to be a woman, a woman, but it just is from people going like, I don't know, he's crazy. He probably wants to be a woman. Like it is see, a thing see, that was okay, put see, on see I thought there was a really specific, uh, like a family tableau that they were trying to do. There is. Right? You're, you're absolutely mother, right. Mother, right. They're trying to do this. Like it struck me as this is a parodic inversion or subversion of the american dream oh it, right? it 100% that, that we are sitting down for a a nice family dinner with the family right and so you have mother father child and that's how they were said that's right and so because and and leather face here in this is is, is the mother no. i did didn't see that as explicit in the text of the movie no, no, I think, no, you're definitely right. That is happening. That is definitely happening. But I think, I mean, in I that think interpretation, it just, it's it just has an expression of traditional values versus that this is perverted in any way, right? That doesn't seem to be the movie's point of view at all. Yes, they are monsters, no, no, well, hold on, hold on, they're hold trying on. to present this sort of like this, this version of normality in a totally abnormal situation. Right. But also the developmentally challenged psycho killer dresses as a woman sometimes. And that I think but it's no, but nobody mentions it, talks about it, reacts to it. That's, <laughs> that's not that's what true. the horror that's of fair. the scene is. Nobody acknowledges mm. it. Nobody uh, well, hold says on. I, I don't think about it's it. fair to say that's not the horror of the scene. In the, it, It's fair to say that's not the only horror of the scene. I think it is intended to make you think something is messed up and weird i don't think that they're shooting they that going no no it's you accept it he's he but chooses not to be a woman be. in this scene it's fine i i there's judgment happening or alternately mm. it's 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 radically pro-trans <laughs> i don't i don't believe that and even if it is it again even if it is it's still problematic because there's no 
positive trans representation at the same time. If you, I'm not saying this as a parody. I'm saying this genuinely in the sense that when when the most common portrayal in cinema of someone being transsexual or transgender is when they are a murderer, it's it's not positive. No, sure, sure, <laughs> absolutely granted. But I will show this movie to my 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 child before I show them Ace Ventura, Pet oh, Detective. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, right, that's a right, weird choice, actually, in some ways. But in in terms of that, I can understand it. I would say this is more pro. Uh, trans yes. than Ace Ventura is. It's tough. That's a tough call. Because, yes. right? Because right. there's uh, no negative reaction, at least, other than to the killing. Because right. to be there, fair, there's, there, there's, there's this clear is the- negative reactions to the fact that she is tied up in a chair and is, is being forced to sit at dinner that she does not want to attend. Right? But she, I think, again, I think what this movie comes down to is that. Yes. She is invited to dinner and she doesn't want to be there. Yes, exactly. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's all about. It's a movie about yes. <laughs> um, no, I, listen, I just, like I said, I learned something I, I, because I, it's a, it's part of a pattern. It's a movie that's part of a pattern. Like well, obviously sure. Psycho was first and, and the Silence of the Lambs was much later, but all movies, all three movies based explicitly on this person who had this trait thrust upon him because society was like, I don't know, he's messed up. Right, so, sure. No, hundred, hundred percent. I will say, watching this for the first time, I didn't notice for the first five minutes of the scene. Interesting. Yeah, I was not paying attention to that, and then I was like, "Oh, look at that! That's interesting." But it, it definitely wasn't like there are no close-ups to be like, "Look at this." It's not right? the thrust not of the doing. scene. For yeah, sure. exactly. I mean, again, it's if you compare it to Silence of the Lambs, which it has a much more. But both of the other films have much more explicit, uh, in their own times ways, uh, portrayals of that. Like in Silence yes. of the Lambs, it is definitely meant to be like creepy, uh, in the way he does it. And in Psycho, uh, it is because he's like truly cr- crazy, like he is dissociated and whatnot. Right. Um, Anyway, uh, so there we are. This is, again, so of the three, this is the most positive. Uh, <laughs> it's just that also he is a murderous cannibal. As it turns out. Um, so the dinner scene. So this does take us to the dinner scene, as you said. Uh, and it's, this is a long scene. This is a long this scene. Goes, this goes on. This goes, but not that much happens in the scene, right? Like It's it, just it, upsetting. It's just upsetting. It's just upsetting. She is... Uh, unhappy to be at this dinner table it's clear that they kind of want to you know kill and eat her they're all fighting with each other because the hitchhiker is is a, a, a jerk and again leatherface is kind of caught in the middle the the they refer to the the gas station guy as the cook because at one point he right. goes like you you won't kill anybody you, you you leave us to do the dirty work you're just the cook right he he, he doesn't have the stomach for killing right is what he what he says which is funny <laughs> he has the stomach for eating yeah. um uh, and uh, this is the scene where something uh, bad happens in real life. Uh, obviously not as bad as oh, murdering no. a snake, but uh, they couldn't get the knife to work to cut her finger open. So they just cut her finger open and the guy really sucked on her real bleeding finger. Wait a second. You haven't even said who the guy is oh, who's doing right. the sucking. Please, please. Yes. So so uh, they're like, <laughs> go, go get grandpa. Go right, get grandpa. Right. Sorry. And, 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 uh, hitchhiker and uh and leatherface go upstairs to bring down grandpa and it turns out that one of the desiccated corpses upstairs 
is grandpa and, and it's still alive. not clear if it, well it's not clear that he's alive for a for a for a chunk they like sure. i thought for sure that they were bringing down grandpa to complete the tableau of the father at the at like the father figure at the end of the table and he's going to be dead no it turns out that he's actually alive and they do uh cut open her finger and they have him suck on it and he sits there and suckles on it like a little baby and that's that was real blood he was sucking on yeah well very unpleasant. Uh, supposedly, uh, the character is supposed to be like I, I don't know what they said, one hundred and sixteen years old, one hundred and twenty. He look he looks very old. Yeah, uh, he definitely doesn't look as old as his wife, uh, <laughs> who mostly just looks like a, like a, a shriveled up corpse. Right. Um. But apparently, he used to be the best killer on, on 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 the on the floor, and so they they offer him the chance to uh, to kill Sally. Uh, and they, oh, they, they, this well, is actually probably one of my, my, my favorite part of the movie. I knew it would be. I, I really enjoyed this where, uh, they keep trying to give him the hammer to, uh, and they, they put her head over a bucket and they, he gives her the hammer and he kept just dropping the hammer and they're like, no, no, you can do it here. Do, 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 do the hammer and then just drops it again. It gets off one little whack that hits her like above the ear or whatever. Uh, and how does she get loose? Um, well, it, it, I mean, f- f- before I say how she gets loose, it's 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 just the way you would think. But uh, um, before that, I say, yeah, this is where this the movie gets like completely mind blowingly crazy because, yeah, after all this time of just being ho- kind of horrifying for most of the film, it goes. It's a little like, funny too. It's like a little it's funny. a little darkly, little darkly, funny. obviously funny. Um, which is pretty bananas. Um, the way she gets away is that, yeah, he keeps dropping the hammer, like you said, and they're struggling to help him. And she just kind of wriggles free and jumps out, out a window. Yeah. It jumps out another window through another glass window, through another window. And then horrifyingly, it is now daytime. Yes. It is now, it is now morning, which I actually thought was a terrifying development, right? Because they have now, she has now been there all night uh, and it is now the next day, and it's that doesn't mean safety, right? The no. fact that it's morning doesn't mean that it's any safer. And she's just like running down the road, and Leatherface tears out of the house. And here comes the chainsaw again, and just like swinging the chain, chainsaw around. And she finally she makes it to the road. Well, first, closer to her than Leatherface is Hitchhiker, who's. Like, what does he do? He's like dancing next yeah, to her. He, or something. Like, he honestly should He's have just been able prancing. to get her. But I think he thought it was fun. Yes, exactly. Because he, he should have been able to catch her easily. That he, that he's he kind had of like her, right? <laughs> jumping around, like waving his hands like a silly goose. And uh, he gets her just before she gets to the road. And um, then she like put, like swings away from him and he runs, stumbles out into the road and gets plowed over by a, a semi. Just just smooshed. So I'm assuming it, we don't see him again. No, no. And well, in, in this, he it's only it's almost this is uh, I will say this is almost a kind of like a bad moment in the movie because it's a little it's a little obvious that it's a dummy, obviously. Well, I was going to say it's a little comical, like how little he reacts to the fact that it's coming for him. Like it's one of those uh. things where he's like, ah, thump, thump, thump. You know what I mean? Like he stands there no, just frozen yeah. for a little longer than you're like, that's. You could have. Moved it's fine. Instead, I, I didn't okay. think about that even one no. second. Oh, I definitely no, did. No, because then, then, because <laughs> Leatherface <laughs> is coming. But, but yeah, Leatherface <laughs> is coming. There's constant chainsawing that's going, that's happening. <laughs> you were distracted. It's, okay. The semi truck that drove over a person naturally stops, and she like tries to get in it, 
uh, and she does get in, but then like Leatherface starts carving up the uh, the truck, and the truck driver just leaves out the other side and like or starts running in the other direction. Now again, I, like, I, I I think we can attribute this to the chainsaw as well, like that you're going. But, I'm scared, but like it's like the gas pedal is what you should have used to escape, not right, the other exactly. door. Exactly. However, think about what just happened to this guy. He was just he was just like hauling Budweiser or whatever he was doing. <laughs> And then all of a sudden he runs over a dude. Yeah. <laughs> and then true. immediately upon running over the dude, a bloody girl runs up to the window. And immediately after that, a guy with a face for a mask uh, runs up with a chainsaw and starts hacking apart his truck. Yeah, that's all fair. I would not. Right. And I would assume he's probably not thinking straight. Not thinking straight. Maybe it takes a second to get the trucking gear and get going. He's like, that chainsaw is going to come through that door before I can actually move the truck. Is what I would assume, but so yeah, so pan panic decision. It's not. It's 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 fairly understandable. I feel I'm going to give it to him. All right, all right. That's fair of you. That's very generous of you. That's Wait, very what happens to him? I don't remember what happens to him. Um, the truck driver. Uh, the answer is uh, we don't know. Um, okay. Because what he happens then off. is yeah yeah. What happens then is um, uh, while they're like that truck is now abandoned, uh, like a pickup truck swings Comes by. by. Yeah, and. Uh, that truck, the 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 uh, Sally throws herself into the back of, and she tries to right, Mary. Like like she actually is having, and and this is completely believable. Mm-hmm. She has now fallen out of two windows. Yeah, uh, and Dumped. has smashed right, through them, like smashed even... through two windows. Right, one of them from the second floor. Like I'm sure she is her, she is running on adrenaline, but I'm sure she does not have the strength in her legs to climb up into a pickup truck. And she is trying and trying. And Leatherface comes after her. At which point, what what point does he actually? Because he he trips at some point oh, and and slices into his own leg yes. with the chainsaw. That's which I think was that's also between, a little gross. I think that's between the first truck and the second truck coming. Yeah, up, yeah. Right? And he slices it into his own leg, which I thought which was not gory, but like you could feel yeah, it, right? You, know, you could feel that sort of sensation of uh, I don't yeah. want to chainsaw my, he's in, a bad in my guy, leg. Right. Feel it exactly. Um, and so she gets in, and then she sort of he's driving off, and she is in the back of that pickup bed and sort of staring backwards and just is like face covered in blood her eyes are huge and just can't stop screaming no, right she's she's clearly just like like losing her mind screaming like there's she cannot calm down and that is a well also really visceral yes except i think you might have to watch the movie again because you missed <laughs> that she is screaming and can't stop screaming until she does because she starts laughing she starts oh. laughing with madness as she drives away in that last moment. I, I did forget that that happened. And uh, and then the final thing we see is uh, Leatherface doing his like chainsaw dance, chainsaw which dance, awesome. Yeah. Like that is a, a I I loved that as a as a last thing because that hangs in your mind. I felt like yes. like he's just swinging the chainsaw around. He's like howling and just dancing and like swinging in a really weird distinctive way uh that kind of makes you feel like oh yeah that madness is still out there somewhere somewhere that evil still exists and it is it is unhappy and it's in pain yeah uh and was and then it just kind of goes to her like uh go, go goes to black and goes to credits um and that's the end of the film yeah and it goes uh, into the permanent collection of the museum of modern art I mean, I, I understand it. It does a lot with a little. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Mm-hmm. I thought it was a genuinely scary movie. I think scarier than any of the Friday the 13th that we watched in that last run. Yeah, that's true. Friday the 13th movies are not really scary. I didn't know. They weren't that scary. They were more, they were, they were theoretically scary. And I'm sure some people find them scary. No, I didn't like, find them super scary. They're startling sometimes. And they're so like they have jump scares in them. And they're, they're, and they're startling and grotesque, right? Yes. That's the idea, right? Yes. Versus explicitly trading on tension and fear. Right. Right. I think this specifically trades on tension, fear, disgust, uh, revulsion. Uh, there like, are moments. Uh, there are moments yeah. of tension in those Jason movies, but again, it's just because you you're not as afraid of what will come. Like you're because it's more like you're in anticipation of what will come. But because you know the rules of the movie on on, right. on some level, right. right? I mean, even in the um, first one, like there are some good moments of tension, but but. But again, again, you're not that concerned. I don't know. You're just not that. This movie, you feel it a lot more, even though the characters here are barely characters too. I, like, you know what I mean? They're just people. Like, it's just, oh, these are some kids. Don't worry about it. Like, you get barely any personality for any of them. And the terror, like, like that's the thing. Like, especially in Friday the 13th, that first one, none of them know that death is happening. Right. Right? Uh, lots of characters in this movie know that death is happening yeah fear right? fear strikes and you, before and you, you get yeah. to and, and you see their terror and you see their fear especially with with um sally here who we hang with for a very long time there's that really extended uh extreme close-up scene during the dinner where she is clearly losing her mind as close-ups of her eyeball as yes. she is like trying to, as she is t- t- taken in the entire scene and it's just you know, it's really about trying to put yourself in that in a terrible no win situation. Yes. Yes. Because it really is like, yeah, yeah. Like it's you like, said, it's, it's a half it, hour it, of the it, movie where it's, we just have one person left and it's it's just her getting into a worse and worse situation and then losing her mind. Yeah. Uh, because of how mad horrible the world it is. is. Yeah. 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 Um, so that's a pretty good movie. Like, it's well yeah, done. Yeah, I, I think so. So. So now you have to make a sequel. What is it about? <laughs> Make making the sequel. Um, cl- well, clearly, uh, Sally comes back. This is our Terminator Two movie where she takes the lessons she learned from Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, becomes a survivalist, and uh, uh, aims to hunt them down one by one in revenge for what they did to her and her friends. All right, that's great. what. That's I'll stick. I'll stick by that. Well, well we can shoot that film. That sounds great. And maybe that's the movie you'll get. All right. Um, Well, so there's the the next movie comes out when? Do you want me to say? You can can tell me what year it comes out. 1986. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Nope. That's a whole different movie universe. Yes. This is going to come out simultaneously with like Friday the 13th part six. Have you ever seen the the poster? No. Okay. I'll show you the poster next time. Okay. Okay, you need that to see the poster, good. but you'll definitely see it next episode. All right. Um, well, since we're 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 hitting hitting uh, sort of a hefty hour and a half mark here, um, I, th- I think we should go wrap this up shortly. I do want to say I'm so upset that I have to watch eight more of these, but I'm also <laughs> excited about that because it's going to be something totally different. I'm excited to be kind of like terrified and be a little apprehensive about this. So screw you. Um, <laughs> Hey, again, don't forget, four of these movies, I've never seen two. 
oh, good. We can go through this lovely journey together. Um, but for making me do this, uh, Jordan, mm -hmm. go to hell. Oh. <laughs> oh, that was so much fun. <laughs>